This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Nico Zacone of Cactar, Tara Fogg of Hyperion, Ty Drago of Sargentanis. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Coming up this week on Checkpoint Radio, Ninja, one of the top streamers in the world, is under fire for saying he won't play with female streamers. What's that all about? Plus, our good friend Jello stops by to talk about the struggles of being a gamer dad. That's all coming up on your source for esports and video game discussions, Checkpoint Radio from Westwood One. Join me, Nate, Robbie Norris, and Joe for Checkpoint Radio. Listen on demand Fridays at our website at CheckpointRadio.com. This space intentionally left blank. Live from Aorzea. I don't get it. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode 170. Oh, we're finally out of the 160s. That took forever. I know, right? I don't know why, but it does feel like it took a really long time to get out of uh, the 160s for some reason. Looking forward to the 170s. It feels like it should be like episode 300 by now. I know, right? Well, we took last week off. Thank you guys for allowing us to take last week off. That was nice. How was your baby thing, Chuxta? It was really good. Yeah? What, what 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 baby thing? I don't know. What you, why did you have to take last week off again? Yeah, oh, I had to watch my baby. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because of surgery from, you just from my to, significant other. You just had to keep looking at it. Yeah. He, he complained the entire way down here, like how he has no time to do anything whatsoever except watch the baby. Yeah, the really awesome game that we've been playing, World of Warcraft. Yeah. I haven't been able to play that game because I've been watching the, the awesome baby. You also uh, stepped down from uh, Dungeons and Dragons. We, we had to send your character off. Yeah, I know. That was really sad. I'm having you to... You had to step... Why'd you have to step down from Dungeons and Dragons? Because I have to take care of the baby during Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, like, it, it, it was one thing it used Why to be... make your baby a character? It, <laughs> first of all, Nico, oh, no. God, no. <laughs> Second of all, even Actually. even even when Fair Bear was watching, like, we'd still hear in the background once in a while, like, you know, crying and screaming, so Juxta would keep him self muted which yeah, was the I, best you could do yeah, so that's fine we appreciate but, that but yeah the idea of him sitting there holding her the whole time while playing it would just turn into the baby stream let's be honest it's pretty cool Ugh. No, Ugh. it wouldn't Babies. it could be, it could I don't be know, why can't your your character have a baby in the game and that could be your baby's character nika i don't know if you've ever watched any tv show where they didn't have a baby before and then they put a baby in it sucks no no show best. has ever done it well, but That's has true. a D&D ever done it? <laughs> no. Well, anyway, welcome to the show. Episode 170 here at Limit Break Radio. Appreciate having all of you along. We are. Camera, please. Wow. God damn it. Wow. Failbot. 
Let me fix that. Fail <laughs> bot. All right, well, it was easier when the speaker was where I could see it. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us. Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. We are, of course, live from Aorzea. Let's kick it on over to our Aorzean studios as requested by that donation that no one could hear because, of course, you didn't set the shit up right. I can send again. it through again. No, don't do that. Because I'll do it it's right still, now. It's still not set up right. Oh, it's not set up right? No, it's not. Why not? Because you didn't remind me to do it. I didn't remind you. You didn't remind me to do it. Well, do it. Why didn't you write an opening this week, Chuxta? I did. <laughs> that, that wasn't an opening. That was not an opening. That was proof, irrefutable proof, that I am the greatest wit master alive because I sent an open invitation to everybody of the world to make their own opener, and they had two weeks to do it. Thank you very much. And you know what we got? Nobody did? Zero. Zilch <gasps> and nothing. What? So therefore, world, you have just declared that juxtaposition is wit master of the universe 2018. Okay, but now... Come next week, you still have to go back to doing it. Well, as, as since, since you are the Whitmaster of the universe, as self-decreed Whitmaster of the universe, 2018, uh, I get to make my own rules. And no, all right. So what happens come 2019? I'll worry about that later. You that's, have to that's, hear that's, 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 that's future Jux's problem. Come on. So do you you got so what you're saying though? I hear what you said, but what you're really saying, Juxta. Is I put it out there two weeks ago that somebody else should do my job for me, and I had two weeks to do my job, but I didn't do it, and neither did anyone else. So that's what you get. No, yeah, you, no, you, that's, you completely heard it com- absolutely wrong. That's what no. I heard. Like, yeah, like, no, you have no, to no. Read that's between that's the what lines. that I is. Heard that our fans are liars because I know some of them said that they were going to do it. Uh, well, they didn't send it to hosts at limitbreakradio.com, that's for sure. I even checked that email before coming in here uh, yesterday, <laughs> and we we got an email, surprisingly. Did you put it on the outline? It was already on the outline, so I couldn't. Oh. But it is on the outline. Okay. <laughs> did you not put it on the outline? No, I was prob- oh, prob- Kook- probably Kooky. Kooky must have done that, so mm-hmm. actually I did that. I put it on the outline. So are we gonna? Are we gonna? Are we Just gonna blatantly try and steal Kooky's job now? Are we gonna have a commercial no, next not week her, or not? not well, her what's her going job, on? But her credit. Oh, okay. I stole her credit. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. You can join us live on Sundays. And uh, again, That's we. Today. Yeah, that that is. Thank <laughs> thank you, Nika. You're welcome. Well, actually, it might not be like in in like I don't know, like 28 hours. It won't be. 28. Please fired. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Simon. I agree. They won't fire me because then they'd have to do more work. So juxta the work fired. that you don't do. I did work last week, and that was like the work that you try to pawn off on our audience. It's not pawning off. It's That's called, exactly it's what it outsourcing. is. Outsourcing. It's called supervising, and I am management material. Then why didn't anybody do their job? Yeah. Well, clearly because they're lazy pieces of junk. That's what. That's that's why. That's why. Why, why you're does just he sound like he's about our to audience cry? Now, you're crying. What? I don't know. There's just like this thing in your voice. I feel like the next step for you is to just start crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. Daddy knows when I cry. This isn't how I sound when I cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh. So next week we're gonna have a proper commercial to read, right? Look, I'm going to give you a tip, like an easy way to do it, because you seem to think that, that, that it's hard coming up with something new and inventive every single time. 
it doesn't have to be completely original. One of the best things that you ever done, and to this day, I actually still don't believe that you did it on your own, was the Nika Blart uh, mull tank. Yeah, thing. that's what I can. Dude, I was that like, was why, so don't, why don't we do more spoofs exactly. or parodies? So just that's pick. cheating. No, it's, no, it's not. not. Have no, more, you want to know what fucking is cheating is? You. Is not fucking doing it. Exactly. Alright, fine. From now on, I'm just going to do nothing but movie trailers and and show trailers, and that's every single one is going to be. That would be hilarious. Exactly. Right. Like yeah. I, I, my my what? suggestion my suggestion to him was to like take the Eureka's Castle theme and make it uh, remake I, it for FF14. I still you know? don't know what that is. Yeah, you want to know what I'm? How <laughs> do you not know what Eureka's Castle is? What I'm surprised he didn't do today is just make a normal what kind of commercial. Fucking childhood did you have? I'm concerned that you can't provide the right type of childhood for your child because you don't know what the fuck Eureka's Castle is. This you're, you're, is the you're, song that never <laughs> ends. That's okay. not it. Yes, it goes that's on not, and no, on, that's my friend. Goddamn lamb chop. You're, you're doing it yourself. Started uh, singing it, broke. not knowing what it was. It was, it was a good it. try, though. And they'll continue singing it forever just uh, because this is the stop. song that... Mute, mute I'm going to fucking... No. <laughs> God damn it. I forgot what I was even in the middle of saying before what, all of that what happened. Type, what type of childhood can you can you have for your children if you don't if you don't if you don't know what Eureka's Castle is? That is a shame. I I I know that it was a thing. I never watched it, but like I can see like no, fragments an of it in my an head. But say, 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 knows what you're talking about, Dad. It, it, <laughs> please, please. It, it, I can, it, I can picture what like the box art looks like, but I've never seen it either. How have you? Oh my god! <laughs> you guys did not have proper ch- childhood. If I did, I was too small to remember. But I know what the box art looks like. Sorry, Eureka's Castle. Eureka's Castle was 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 like uh, a competitor for like uh, yeah, a little bit like Sesame Street, where you had you. It was like. Puppets and and um, you know I don't know, I guess like for lack of a better better term furry costumes you know what I mean like that's that's Is pretty this much where what your it was. hatred of furry started it, me, me if the, you know I we might be on secretly a furry. we might be uncovering some things here <laughs> but it was getting a, an extremely gay vibe it was a great show and I enjoyed watching it but I still remember I could I could probably recite the goddamn theme for you off the top Do of my head. Could you really? Do it. Could you really? <laughs> I don't. Oh, don't God damn it! Perform. Uh, it apparently was on Nick Jr. So it, it was, was like on a Nickelodeon. Ni- oh, okay. That that would explain because I, I I wasn't a big Nickelodeon fan, so that's why I don't have that yeah, that, that much of a uh, <laughs> basis for it. You know, you could earn your mic back if you were a responsible podcaster, Juxta. Just stop you, you being know, obnoxious. The, the easy way out today would have been to write a commercial for the companion app that was just completely true. Thank you. And everybody would have just been like, wow, I'm glad that doesn't exist. Thank you. God, why do we have to do your job for you? Lazy dick. I'll do that next week. <laughs> Great. You're so bad at this, you made me forgot to mute my phone. You made me forgot to. Jesus, did you even try? Shut up. I think we're all just having strokes by, like, proximity. How, how, how do I just, how do I know that we all smell burning toast right now? Anyway. <laughs> um, I'm making toast in the kitchen. <laughs> is, it, is it on fire? I mean, not You may want to go check it. 
I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, LimitBreakRadio.com uh, to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, uh, given that. <laughs> under furry vision. <laughs> furry vision. Furry vision. Uh, listen, just because I root for well, Sonic it's, Fox, it's, you can do whatever you want. And I liked Eureka's Castle. Does not make me. That does not put me under. That's two furry out of three, suspicion. man. That's no, two it, strikes out of three. It is not two. You strikes got one out of three. more, and then you're under what furry is, suspicion. What, is, what ex- exactly is the criteria for putting someone under furry suspicion? The, the three strike rule. <laughs> We use that for everything. That's universal, man. No, I, I, well, but I mean, like, what counts as a strike? Uh, you root for Sonic Fox too. Okay, so that's only one strike for you. You have two, <laughs> and you want to co- cosplay as Sly Cooper. Okay, strike so that's two. two. That's two. All right, still not three. You have you ever gone shopping for tails? Because that that no. definitely <laughs> is problematic. Have right you? There. No, I haven't. Okay, Never. you've but gone. I mean, you've gone, gone to one, an anime convention. I feel like that's a strike. That's not a strike. Anime isn't what? furry. I mean, but all of you have a strike. Because furry, little furries will literally go anywhere. They're like an infestation. Anyway, we're we're gonna get to the uh, companion app. We need to somehow get off the furry thing. And well, get, you need to stop getting off on the furries. If you guys want to call in today, uh, 810-815-8715. I actually saw someone earlier in the chat, uh, and I, I don't know if this is their first time here or not. It's a name I didn't recognize. Mentioned that they had recently started listening to the uh, FF11 uh, uh, episodes and has gone all the way up so far through the 2014 Fan Fest. Really? And, and said like, they're really surprised like how much we've grown and stuff. If you're still listening... At some point, call in because I just, I, I don't know, I, like a lot of people do that, right? But no one ever really calls in and like talks to us about it. I'd be interested to know yeah, sort like, of what like are, what, some stuff that you've noticed. Yeah, you like know? what are your insights on, yeah. the, on the show from, from doing that? Because I mean, I do that with other shows, right? Like I, I, I will binge other shows like that. But I mean, I've never done that for my own content, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Wait, which is weird because when we juxtobered uh, the episode one of Aetherite Radio, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you sounded like you're on helium. <laughs> oh, I know, right? It's so weird. weird. It's yeah. so weird. It's so weird. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, got some stuff to talk about. Uh, we'll we'll probably complain about Eureka Pagos and uh, the companion app. Let's complain about it in uh, in a little bit. Uh, and yes, we do invite your calls because we want to hear what your opinions about both uh, Eureka and the new uh, Monster Hunter crossover event, as well as the companion app. We want to hear your opinions about at all 810-515-8715 the number to call you can also call us on skype uh limit break radio is the skype account or limitbreakradio.com slash discord to give us a call on discord um i i i oh that's right we have a, a, a patreon i forgot about that <laughs> we do have a patreon yeah. <laughs> patreon.com slash limit break radio uh if you enjoy the content if you enjoy the show uh then uh, make sure that you head on over to patreon and support the show uh this show su- survives really only by your support and really the does. dwindling <laughs> and the dwindling enthusiasm that we have left for this game yeah we might have to ask for a little more 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 money when we throw uh, uh, a Nero here into an old folks home as he's obviously showing signs of memory loss. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not Yeah. Uh, th- this is the His early signs. shows from the 60s. <laughs> the early signs of uh, dementia. That's right. Yes, I can I can recall all of the Punch and Judy shorts from the 1940s. But the past week, that's gone. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Don't know what I ate for breakfast. I don't think I ate breakfast. That's right. Speaking of Patreon, though, the uh, the Kala postcard for uh, this uh, this edition's Let's Be Real themed stuff has gone out, uh, and uh, we should have juxtas on on Monday again. This is this is gonna be juxta Chris. Actually, you know, this is the Let's Be Real. So instead of seeing our characters like you have, you're gonna be seeing depictions of us now. So you're gonna be seeing Chris as you've never seen him before. That and and keep in mind, he's terrifying. cosplayed as quiet. <laughs> uh, uh, that that video made its rounds in our Discord the other day. <laughs> what, just like randomly coming back? Somebody somebody had mentioned it, and then somebody uh, another person was like, "I've never seen pictures of that. Can somebody post pictures?" And I was like, "Well, there's a video." You know, Juxta, you have a daughter now, and in ten. I didn't mean to do it. That was an interesting place to put that. Actually, you were used to. Wow. Yeah. Maybe never. Yeah. Never go back and listen to what you just did. Have you look at him cringe over there? He's like, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. Very bad. Yeah. Poor choice of time. Uh, anyway, what I was going to ask is, have you given any thought in 10, 15 years when she sees stuff like this, how you're going to explain that to her? Drugs. <laughs> you can tell her you were on she drugs. Just accept that. <laughs> I don't think Would she's, you g- she's not going to believe you. You don't do drugs. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anymore. She won't please. know about when he was younger, I guess. That's dude. Have you ever have you ever had a parent try to give you the drug speech and you're sitting there going, you've never done drugs. Get the fuck out of here. There's like there's a certain amount of credibility that comes along with having a speech like that. I would look at Juxta and I was like, yeah, no, drugs weren't your problem. Cupcakes were your problem. Hey, man, I hit those Tylenol fives pretty hard last night. (laughs) Tylenol fives. Anyway, uh, uh, back to the postcards, though. No, it's nothing as bad as what the the, the quiet cosplay is. This isn't like a not safe I think, for work I think thing. he's going to need to do more work explaining his self-control around buffet lines than... <laughs> that, that, that might be fair. Than drugs or alcohol. <laughs> two plates. That's all you need. Uh, yeah, you just keep refilling them, right? It's it's the two sets of silverware that's really the, the disconcerting part. Because you don't need to eat from both plates at the same time. Why do you have silverware? <laughs> you have two perfectly good hands. If you put what? food if you put food on a fork, it might fall off, you idiot. <laughs> Okay. Oh, you geeks God. are so gullible. Uh, so anyway, uh, if you want those postcards, uh, head on over to Patreon. A pledge of at least $20 guarantees you a postcard a month. And we do appreciate your support over at patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Uh, again, we are going to look at launching the Let's Be Real podcast once fall hits. Uh, I, I saw some comments earlier on in the week. Let's see what their excuse is this week. We did have a run of 90 degree days this week. Right. Like it. I don't remember going back to school and there being a whole lot of 90 degree days. Hold hold on. Hold on. Once we say you're going to get the let's be real at this date, like we don't have to provide any new excuses until that date right so right there there, there is no other excuse it's, yeah. it's fucking hot out and you'll get it later you are going to get an episode per month completed so so, so we're at two right we, like we think, end yeah, yeah, two. yeah we at, we're at two 
Uh, currently, the uh, the Patreon is uh, sitting at uh, what is it? Twelve, uh, twelve something or other. Uh, eleven forty nine. Eleven forty nine. So we've got two episodes of uh, the Let's Be Real podcast that uh, will be coming to you in the fall. Um, but obviously, that total's got to go back up to be able to be uh, receiving more episodes. So thirteen hundred is the goal that we're looking for to be able to continue the Let's Be Real podcast again. That's looking to get started this fall. Uh, And then uh, real quick, uh, I I think, you know, we we're trying to figure out if next week uh, we're going to be live with a new episode or not. Um, It's a little bit up in the air. Uh, Kahlo and I are actually going to be out in uh, Connecticut covering uh, the Rocket League Universal Open. The grand finals for that. That's right. right. That's the grand finals of that. We're going to be broadcasting live from the NBC studios over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. So make sure that you're following over there and to check that out. We're going to be providing pre and post game coverage, talking to uh, competitors, talking to team owners. Uh, We're going to be on uh, boots on the ground and uh, covering all of the Rocket League actions. So we're not quite sure. Juxta is not sure what his work schedule is. So we're trying trying to... Maybe it'll be the Nika and Friends show. Maybe it'll be yeah, Nika. Oh, you have friends, Nika? This is the I show that friends. we hope ends. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're we're not totally sure what the uh, plan is going to be for next week. So uh, I, you know, make sure you 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 know follow us on social media, uh, facebook.com slash limit break radio, twitch dot or uh, twitter.com slash limit break radio. Uh, we'll we'll announce what our plans are for the uh, episode sometime midweek this week. So uh, uh, shout out really quick, the guy that I had mentioned. Uh, uh, Pibre Bot says, I was the one that was listening to the FF11 episodes. Not sure if I can call in because people are talking in my house, but it was hilarious the first time Juxta was featured on the show. He was interning and you guys yelled at him because he still wasn't doing his job right. Some things never change. (laughs) Except I'm not interning anymore. Yeah, except now we pay you to do the job. Yeah, now the interns do. do more work than you do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's America. Another victory for America. I mean, he's not wrong. All right, let's check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a limit breaking news update. The Moonfire Fair event is back again, but there's a small twist here in regards to the event items, guys. It seems that everything from the past Moonfire Fairs will actually be available. Via in-game vendor and not the cash shop. What? Excellent job, Essie. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm, I actually am shocked. That's not sarcasm. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised. And and they have added a new outfit as well as a Moogle mosquito incense burner furnishing thing and uh, a plate of some curry that you can you know put inside your house on a table somewhere. Man, they could have—they could have easily got five bucks for that curry in the cash shop next to the snow cone. <laughs> There's also a splash emote. Oh yeah, and the splash <laughs> emote. You have Great. to be in the water to use that. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, this uh, uh, has already actually started. Started on the August uh, 16th, and it goes till the 26th. So you know, get your shit. Someone in our Discord channel keeps saying that this is really good. What's really good? That the Moonfire event is um, like. It's really, really good, good if you like jumping puzzles. They added a jumping puzzle. It's a jumping puzzle. 
Okay. So, like, to get the outfit, you just have to do, like, the very basic ones. But then there's one that's, like, really super insane and harder than the Kugani Tower. And you get to the top and there's literally nothing there but pride. Um, I really wish that there was, like, some event-specific achievement to make it worth doing. Yeah. No, 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 this there is Square is Enix. You do I'm things sorry, for I the thought sake. it was garbage. You do things for the sake of doing them. So I got, like, Dear all God. the way up to the point where the pegs become literally the size of toothpicks, and then I gave up because there was literally no point in trying after that. Ah, uh, you hear that, Square Enix? There's no point... <laughs> In trying, if there isn't even an achievement, would you have done and it? You, if there and was you can't an even take good pictures because, like, once people get up there, they just stay there, and it's like a little tiny, small square of space for making it all the way to the top. And there's like ten people standing on it. It's like, what? Do you, what's even the point? You can even get a cool picture. That's dumb. Yeah, it is dumb. Pretty much, pretty much. So there's the Moonfire Fair event. Someone in our Discord thinks that that's pretty good. But the splat, the splash emote is cute. <laughs> Stop it, Mika! <laughs> Don't encourage this. Kidding. It is. Obviously. And look, it's a bathing suit. It's adorable. And apparently, I'm hearing from guys that this is like the first bathing suit that doesn't make guys look like exhibitionists, so that's good. Oh, okay. Like, I, it's I an actual it nice good. top for dudes. It doesn't so, have like that strappy shit on it. Yeah, but I mean, banana hammocks are, you know. Awesome. Pretty much the way to go. But yeah. like, this top is so adorable. No, and it's. Oh my and you God. can visor the sunglasses so that they're like up on your head or that they're down on your face. It's super cool. You're literally part of the problem right now. Let me no, get I'm to jumping. Let me get to jumping now that I know that I can visor fucking sunglasses. It's I better cute. I better get off my ass and start jumping around like a fucking idiot. I don't know. I feel like for a summer event, this is the cutest outfit they've ever done. It's way better than last year's, which was just a recoloring of the Shisui of Violet Tides. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess if this is your thing. I, I'm just saying what some idiot in Discord said. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. I, I wouldn't waste. I wouldn't waste my time with a fucking holiday event. Yeah. All right. So moving off of that riveting discussion, since our last show, two pieces of the tales of the storm have been revealed. Uh, so these ended up being short stories detailing moments from Stormblood. Uh, last week was in Darkness Blooms the Lily, which tells us how Yetsuyu came to hold the position she did at the start of Stormblood. And the most recent from Azure Ashes, which details the comings and goings of one Azure Dragoon between the end of Heaven's Ward and the start of Stormblood. And uh, we figured if we have uh, yeah, if we have enough time near the end the show today actually maybe maybe we'll give you guys like a dramatic reading of them i don't know i don't dude i don't think no. our audience would be interested in hearing something no like that. even if we got like a guest speaker to come in and help yeah. no oh all right. no, I, I don't really I, stupid uh, yeah no I, I that's it's a fucking dumb idea you're right there's no smut in it that's usually the only way that uh that they get behind reading dude things. these guys don't give a shit about that at all oh a dramatic reading they're just like shut the fuck up let's talk about bagos <laughs> I actually read through through the first one, and all I could think was, she's fucking dead now. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I mean... No, what I'm thinking is, spoilers. why isn't wasn't it in the actual game? <laughs> but, you know. Because because Square Enix. That's oh, why. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that would take forgot. a year's worth of development. <laughs> and a book. Because, of course, you got to be able to sell it somehow. Yep. So, anyway, that's, uh, that's it for the news, guys. It's uh, been a slow one, even considering there was two weeks worth. <laughs> Square. But... But what about the cash shop? I don't think there's any. No, they 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 put the Moonfire stuff in the game instead Thank of the God. cash shop. I need a way to give Square Enix my money though. Do you, well, you know what? <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. We'll good. get to that. Don't worry. Don't worry. I promise. So I promise. Uh, last week, had there been a show, we would have been talking about 
patch, what is it, 3.46, whatever? That's right. Okay, That's right. cool. Well, I'm sorry, I thought it was garbage. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. That, 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 okay, so show over, right? We can we're leave. Done. We're, we're done. We're, we're done. We're good. We out. We're good. Right. That about summed it up. Um, I, dude. Uh, so you know, we. I, let, let, you know what? Let's let's start at the top and we'll work our way down. I, all right. I, I let's mean, start I about the, the best thing from patch four point three six, and that was the Monster Hunter crossover fight. All right. Yes. It was fine. Have you done the X mode? No. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, I mean that's it's still that, it's that's fun. Cool. Like I think yeah. that they did a good job of taking what Monster Hunter is and putting it into fourteen in a way that still works. Yep, and yet it still feels like Monster Hunter. I, uh, I actually thought it was cool that in the second phase of the fight, uh, healers can't heal, and so you can only use the mega potions that you were yep. given. And from, you get knocked down, Monster and your Hunter. character just rolls across the battlefield. Yeah, it's hilarious. yeah. So I mean, it it was it was fun. You actually that's... have to like scrape like it, you know you don't really actually scrape the uh, things, but like to get the items, you can't just exit. You have to actually click on the yeah, you, you click quote on quote unquote the... carve them off. Now you to like that, carve to that it up. end, cool. I really wish that when you destroyed the tail it actually fell off like in the games oh that um, yoshi fun. said that that would be uh too morbid for 14 or something too like morbid that. really just the tail seriously falling off? it doesn't have so. blood and hold guns on, hold on, hold disappear on. all it has to do is fade off wait wait, fade wait. Away. he said that would be too gory and this is coming from the guy that i applauded back when uh, a realm reborn relaunched because he said and i quote we're going to get back to the dark roots of Final Fantasy fourteen and cutting off a monster tail is too fucking morbid. Meanwhile, there was a quest last night that I did in uh, Battle for Azeroth where this vampire picks up a gnome, sucks all the blood out of him through his back, and then slams his body onto the ground and explodes, and there's just a skeleton left there. That's disgusting. He was a gnome. He deserved you it. Not, no, so the fact that you're playing an alliance, you <laughs> fucking traitor. Saying, they said they would have to change the rating of the game. Not if they didn't actually make it like an animated flopping tail. Literally, all they had to do was make the tail fade away. Yeah. Anyway. Like, yeah. It's not that's, that hard. That's still dismemberment. Uh, Jack in our chat brings up a really good point. Didn't Raubon lose a goddamn arm? He, but but, but you, we didn't you, see you, it. We didn't see it You're not anywhere. doing it, though. Oh, so we actually saw the different. quest where, he, like, mean, the cutscene where he got it chopped off. Yeah. No, no, no. All, I mean, we all, didn't all we see saw, the severed arm right, afterwards. Right. All we but. saw was like it was like his close up of his face and like oh redness, so you know it got cut off. But we didn't see like a bloody stump or anything what, like that. What do you think happened to that arm? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was throwing not, it. No, you know what? Because he was put in a prison cell, right? He was. They now, if I was Lolo Rito or whoever, whichever the one the one was that survived, what the I evil little done, shit. Yeah, I don't remember. Shit, what I would have done is taken that arm. Made and a I clone, Robin. No, I would have ground it up and I would have fed it back to him. Ew, That's what God. I would have done. Now yeah. that would be something that would require. You ain't gonna do it on screen. I'm just saying, if I was Lola Rita, that's, that's oh my game. god, that's Marcus, what I would have done. That's Marcus some... says this Sultana has a personal sex toy now. <laughs> really, <laughs> she only probably needs up. a finger though. That's pretty fucked up. You could probably taxidermy it and have it be a nice, you know, like stuffed. A nice arm. memory of the day when your friends betray you. That's great. <laughs> I miss my friend Raubon. I'm just going to taxidermy his arm. That's pretty messed up. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the feeding it to him thing. I feel like that's the less fucked up thing. <laughs> In that situation, maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Uh-huh. But I mean like what do you like awkwardly is it I mean, what do you have to do with severed body parts? Just, do they have an incinerator somewhere they can throw them in? I mean maybe in the yard. But and then they'll just back, bury it in a it, yard. It. Then but you have I mean, Moogles like, digging it up and like bringing it in as a <laughs> gift or something. How often? How often are you confronted with this situation? Like if Juxta's arm just fell off right now in this studio, 
right? Like, we would probably take him to the hospital so he would live, maybe. But... What would we do with the arm afterwards? Well, I mean, you bring, bring it to the hospital. Test. No. Probably, why? why? Probably it's, wanna, no, it's of no use to you. You'd probably want to keep it. You know Well, what? they might be able to sew it back on, right? It I would actually use my arm off. to jack off myself with my arm. Wow. Is that masturbating at that point? Yeah, it is. Yes, it's yes, but still masturbating. But with a toy. Yes, if someone uses a toy, you're still masturbating. Yeah, but... It's also a part of your arm. So are you using a toy but it's still part or are you of you? using yourself? But it's still masturbating whether wow. it's part of you or not. Let me break radio asking the hard questions, <laughs> folks. I'll tell you what, I'm hard now. <laughs> oh, God. That was oh a bad phrasing. Yeah, God damn it. <laughs> you walked right into that I one. did. Oh, I did. I fuck. did. Oh. Back to Monster Hunter. The fight was fine. I did it the one time. I guess I enjoyed it. I have... I don't feel like I have any reason to go back in. Uh, but what about glams? I mean, and the mount and if, the orchestrion rules. If I cared about any of that, but I, I just don't anymore. There's orchestrion rules. There's yeah. a orchestrion rule. No, there's two. Is I there think. two of them? Oh, okay. But yeah, Monster you, Hunter music. You, uh, uh, you, yeah, yeah. They did. They did use Monster Hunter music. Uh, but so when you go in and you carve, you get. I think it's two two scales, right? And then yeah. the stuff costs scales. If you go into the extreme mode, you get golden scales and normal ones. Is that right? Because there's stuff that costs I, normal I don't scales. Know. I've and never cleared it. Most pugs scales. are really dumb. Oh at my this fight. gosh, oh. Nika, you have a raid group. Why are you pugging? Exactly. Nobody wants to do it. Yeah. Why? Why <laughs> doesn't anyone want to do it? Nika? I thought you said you had friends, Nika. I do. Are you sure? Because uh-huh. they, they seem like they don't want to play EX modes with you. It sounds like bad friends. Yeah, I don't. No. Can you call them friends if they won't even Rathalos X you? <laughs> There's, I mean, they're okay. That, that's there is one person that wants to do it, but we need four people. Yeah. But every party that I've been in, like, because there's no on the ground telegraph, literally, like, the only thing you have to do is stay close to him so that you can, like, dodge when he turns and faces you. But literally, everyone just like, hey, he's facing me. I wonder why. Oh, look, I'm dead. <laughs> I, nobody, gonna, nobody can dodge it. It's so stupid. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Ever since I realized kind of how much they phoned in the gear design on on the Rathalos fight, I've, I've been very tuned out of it. I, I mean, as far as FF14 gear, it looks OK, but they really had a great opportunity to mimic some of the very iconic gear from Monster Hunter. And they just didn't. And I do not understand why they didn't. Well, because, I mean, they used everything else. The Rathalos, the Palico, the music and stuff. They, they really the had... Cat. that. That's that's the palico. Well, but the I mean, pig. like, I, you know, the, the pig as well. Okay, fine. Yes. I, 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 would, I would assume I would assume at least portions of that are probably importable or transferable, depending on whatever, you know, architecture, the game engine that they're using, because they can they obviously they can port stuff uh, from older Square Enix titles. Right. And that doesn't seem to be a, a, a problem. Yeah. Right. Like some of the assets from 11 and, and 12 and. And uh, 13 so, has so been you think kind that of upscaled Maybe the 14. reason we didn't get the Monster Hunter gear itself was that it would have been a bit more complicated. Yeah, I think so. And and the thing is, is that I, 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 I think the shoulders bigger. But I mean, like, I, I think that like they could have done it if they had taken the time to do it. Right. Like if they if this was a more meaningful crossover, I think that we would have seen gear much more iconic of the Monster Hunter series. I think this could have been a meaningful like they got a really yeah. cool behemoth and like this is a never ending event. It's literally in the game forever. I feel like that's very meaningful to make it part of the lore to a point where like 
it's actually part of the lore of this game. Yeah, that's true. Rathlos they, exists. They could have made this a legitimate thing. So. And, and, and you know, forgive me if I'm wrong. I mean, I, and I could be wrong, but I think that there would have been a lot more interest in doing this event had that been the case. Had had the had the gear actually looked like gear that came out of fucking Monster Hunter, then I think you would have had a lot more people doing it. And uh, granted, I, you know, I, I'm hearing that the fights are very well well tuned and that that, that yeah, they're, they're fun. fun. But at the same time, though, like I, I, I still think that you could have had something iconic. Yeah, see, see, I, I have to side with Nika on here. Even had they had the Monster Hunter gear in there, you're still farming this fight like fifty plus times. It's fifty times just for the mount for the X mode. Yeah. Okay. So imagine, and then if you want the die, like the regular gear, is you know you can get from the regular mode, but it's not dieable. So if you want the dieable one, you have to do the X mode fifty times for the mount, and then like. For however many more times per scale i feel like i feel like that ask is too big for exactly. the reward but, but, that but, but apparently that's how it is in monster hunter right you have okay. to do these things over and over fair over. fair but i think there is a certain point like i i, I commend them for wanting to make a event in both games that harkens to the way that those games play as well but there's still a certain line that you have to draw because you know you're exactly right they 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 could have done something really really meaningful with this and the fact that this is leagues better than any other crossover or event that they've done except for yokai watch shut up i think really kind of uh, underscores just how sad of a state it's in that this is the best crossover they've ever done and it's still not really up to the par that it needs to be i mean again you know with how intricate the garo gear was remember that stuff that uh, you know that crossover i feel like it, it they, again yeah or the yokai watch stuff you know what i mean like the, that gear looked cool like the gear from did. yokai watch looked like it would be in yokai watch it like. did and i understand that that it's going to be difficult to be able to take gear from monster hunter and port it over to similar gear design in ff14 there's really not much in ff14 that looks like the gear out of monster hunter i actually wouldn't be surprised if the gear they used was already designed and being waited to use for something else just design a new set like and i understand how much work that is but design a new set do the damn work quote the yoship developers should do it because it's good for their game or something like that remember that one quote i remember yeah when he talked about other developers that say oh no we can't do that because whatever you should. should you should yoshi you should i i mean to me this didn't move the needle for me no it <laughs> didn't move you know? anything for me either like I, it, it, it it i was like oh that's kind of i guess that's kind of cute um whatever here's the sentiment here i feel like this actually hurts them in the long run because doing this again when you compare it to other crossovers best crossover they've done yet any crossover hereafter if it's at least if it's not at least at this level they look bad. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. No more fate bullshit. No. <laughs> That's what the next one's going to be. It's going to be fate bullshit because they ain't got Capcom money Capcom money behind this. You I mean, I, and and again, you're right. Like I do commend them for making this an actual an actual event, right? But the 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 gear grind nature of it if you had put a much more unique visual style to that gear and made it look like something that came out of Monster Hunter, I think that more people would have been into it. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, again, uh, at the end of the day, it doesn't end up moving the needle for me. Um, 
And, and you actually thought that gear looked cool to begin with. I did. And then I and it I just had, looks like high Allegan gear with a couple. It does. Spikes. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like it's tweaked high Allegan gear. And and yeah, that gear does look great. But at the same time, though, I just want bigger shoulder pauldrons. I don't know. You know where you could get those, Nika? World no, don't Warcraft. say it. Nope, not listening. <laughs> but I just feel like it, they had potential for it. Like the rat, like people are like, I am not a huge monster hunter person. Like people used to talk to me about it all the time in college, drove me crazy. So I never got into it. But um, people are saying the Raffles gear is pretty iconic for a monster hunter. So yeah. I just feel like if it's that iconic, why would they fuck it up? Yeah. Why would they just not? even bother it, i don't know it definitely comes down to effort because you're right something like like porting rathalos in there rathalos is rathalos no matter what but imagine all the different races you have to basically remake this gear to be able to fit just wasn't worth the time to them you players weren't worth the time to them it's a little depressing. A little depressing. Yeah. A little depressing. Yeah, a little All right. Well, why don't we talk about Eureka Pagos then? Oh, well, that'll uplift our spirits. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they made something worse uh, than Animus. Great. Now, now to be fair, I'm I'm going to try and play devil's advocate here as 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 we go through this because I the think Yoshi's advocate. The, the yes, I will play the Yoshi's advocate because the changes that they made, I think, were in direct response. To some of the to to a lot of the criticism that we had about Animos uh, uh, in in Eureka, but the problem is they they adjusted for these criticisms, but that that was it. It took certain things away without necessarily adding to it. Now, Nikki, you said the uh, the the first day that you went in, you told us it's exactly the same. It's all just yeah. The first day it was exactly trains. the same. Everyone like there was only four NMs that anybody could kill between because everyone was like level twenty to twenty three. No one was higher than that. So like all people were doing were going between like the four NMs near the bottom, like the Ash Dragon, the Snow Queen, one Taxon, whatever those ones were. They were just doing those four over and over, over and over. They were trying to play it like Animos. It was identical to Animos the first couple days. How was your XP gain from that? Um, it was okay. Like I got, I just, what I'm mad about is that people are more, less nice here. Like in Animos, (laughs) I never, in Animos, I never once lost XP by dying because someone always raised me no matter where I was on the map. Uh, this time around, I got to 21. I went to go do the first quest. I was literally right in front of the quest item, like right there. And I died. A lot I was of shouting for the whole 10 minutes. <laughs> Nobody came and helped me. It auto home pointed me and you lose literally 50% of your level. Nice. I was so wow. Nice. I was so pissed. I had, I'll go back down like I had just gotten in there. It was so stupid. And then I ended up coming back, getting to 21, getting it and never going back in because I was so mad. <laughs> Wow, half a level. That that's 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 pretty insane. And that it, is it, pretty it's, brutal. It's interesting that you bring up how people don't seem as nice because a lot of the posts that I have been reading people won't come raise anymore. It, 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 it's weird that everyone seems to refer to the the best aspect of Animos was the 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 social aspect of it. Right? We 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 talked early on about how uh, uh, it made us. To actually talk to people and communicate with people and stuff like that. Right. right. Yeah. You had and, uh, to purposely form groups like you couldn't just, you know, throw yourself into a matchmaking party. Right. Or something. Right. And that's one of the things that you still have to do in, in Pagos. They've 
found a way to decentivize the NM train by A, I think the people had mentioned they had reduced the amount of XP that you get from NMs, and they also reduced the rate at which NMs spawn, which may only be why you, the people are only able to find four on, on the first few days. But the NM train isn't as viable in Pagos, and if you want to level quickly now, you need to basically form parties and go and chain mobs together, which definitely helps now going into to Pagos. We have the Eureka uh, challenge log which we didn't have at the beginning of Animo. So that was, that's like a big boon until it basically runs out. But that's essentially all everybody's doing now is XPing off of mobs until an NM spawns. Then you go do the NM thing. And Nika, would you like to talk to us about your uh, uh, experiences killing these, these NMs? Because apparently they're a lot more difficult. They have a lot more HP. But not a meaningful like. way. Yeah, it just, they, I mean, there's one, I think it was the Ass Dragon one, where literally we I'm got ass, through. Sorry, wait, Hang what? Ass, ass Dragon? Ash, the Ash, Ash Dragon? No, no, no I, that's not what you said. That is not what you said. You okay, said, sure. ass, you we said on the ass, ass Dragon. Dragon. That's fine with me, too. Okay, Ass Dragon, thank you. Um, but, but, like, I just feel like we were just throwing hordes of people at it, kind of like in Eleven, where you just throw an entire alliance, they wipe, you throw an entire alliance, and you wipe again. That was basically what it was. It was really bad. Um, I mean, granted, again, people were only, like, level 23. It was we weren't that high at that point but i just feel like they had a lot more hp there's the one okay the one cute thing they added that sh could have been cool was the little bu treasure bunnies oh d um, don't even <laughs> oh, no 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 like let me they could have been cool okay so you do there's this whole fate where you it, it actually takes way longer than you think there's like waves of mom and then an nm at the end of it Ooh. and then there's like a 50 percent chance that you end up with a bunny not everybody gets one and then you have to the bunny will lead you to treasure and if you die along the way looking for the treasure you lose the bunny you don't get the treasure okay but the thing is is that at that fate Surely it doesn't even give XP. any xp it doesn't even give any xp it only gives you like a 50 percent chance of getting a bunny and so nobody wants to do it because it doesn't give xp and you probably won't even get a bunny anyway so Wh what's like, in the treasure it's just like random shit. I don't know. I think just the, the usual shitty stuff. Ten thousand <laughs> gold and a potion. I think. Um, really, but also, Eureka but, potion. But no. the thing is, there's like a higher level bunny or, fate. Or, uh, I'm uh, assuming. Materia. I'm assuming Ugh. the level thirty bunny fate gives better items than the level twenty bunny fate. But at the time I was doing it, nobody was high enough to do the level thirty bunny fate mm -hmm. yet. So yeah. I don't know. Now, now, um, now, back in regards to to the difficulty, though, one of the uh, uh, common threads that I've seen is that a lot of people take Pagos way way more seriously because again more yeah. more more hp you really have to be putting your all into this uh, uh nika told a story or maybe it was something she read about a healer who had stopped to type yeah, this something is, this is a sealer in my static oh so, it's like, actually this is the first hand account i got oh, from him yeah. all right go for so, it so yeah so that um it's because apparently the nms aren't the main target anymore obviously that's why there's no nm trains anymore so people first of all don't wait for anyone the nm spawn they're like oh i guess we got to go kill it you kill it before anybody gets there and you go back to your parties like that's the thing that's happening right now and then you get to your party and the basically the point of fight like you need the higher chain to get xp and because your tnls are so high now you need to suck up every possible second doing dps so you know granted somebody shouts for a raise or somebody shouts hey where's the uh, level 21 quest and you stop to type hey, the level 21 quest is at this position marker. Then the healer in my static got bitched at by his party for not DPSing. Because, for, I mean, first of all, he already was DPSing, even though he's a healer, okay? But the thing is, is he stopped to help someone literally to type out where the quest marker was. And he got yelled at because they're wasting valuable seconds to chain mobs. Fatebringer in our chat says people are parsing and kicking people if they yep. can't kill mobs mm -hmm. fast That enough. was the next thing I was going to bring it's up. Apparently, horrible. parsers have returned for Eureka Pagos. 
it's it's because well, the higher the chain, the more like that's all so, you need. You but, need that XP. But but you can't have a parser in fourteen. Yoshi said we can't have parsers. So how is he parsing? Yeah, he said you can't use it to you should people and that's what people are doing he's like yeah. he's like well we won't we won't punish for it as long as people aren't griefing people for it and now it's happening mm. Mm. look what happens <laughs> yep so here's the thing okay because it seems like they tried to address some of the complaints and problems about eureka animos mm-hmm. except what they did is they made core system changes and then didn't bother changing the system after that, right? Yeah. To me, this is what I think Square Enix wanted to do with Animos to try to fix these problems, but then they didn't go and iterate on any of the the ideas, right? So now you have an environment where instead of the NM train, you have XP parties, and occasionally an, uh, uh, an NM will, will pop, and that's just a part of a, a, a matter of course in XP parties. And I, I hate that I want to say that the NM trains are more fun just because at least in the NM trains, people were, making, people were making stupid puns. People were joking. People were just fun. You it know, was like, social. It, even there was though actually it wasn't a social fun, it was social. It. But now people are just being bitches and that's no fun. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I and I think that that that's part of you know, over adjusting for a problem. And again, there's no iteration on any of the fundamental concepts of Eureka. And I think that that was when I looked at at the, you know, the notes in the abstract and I went, God, nothing is really changing that much about the way that NMs are popped, you know, um, the difficulty scale of NMs just really, you know, you, you oh, throw more HP on it. So it just takes longer. That's a bad answer. That's a really oh, bad, it's a answer. terrible, terrible answer. It, 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 it's effectively to me, you, you have a road that's full of potholes. It's closed off the road. All right, there, everything's done now. It doesn't actually solve any sort of problem, but what, what if, hold on, I have a question for you. What if, what if we reached back? We reached back and took one of the good core mechanics in FF14 that people loved and put that into Eureka Animos, right? Because we still have to improve gear, right? Right. So so what if for the weapon, because you can upgrade to item 370 now. Nika, what's, what's currently the highest weapon you can get outside of Eureka? Well, so the ultimate weapon, can, I think, is five eye levels higher. Okay. All right. So this is seventy five, but so, the rest of them from raids and tomes is three seventy. Okay. So so we're even still just tying what we already have with this. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, how would you guys like to go in and farm lights again? I like fighting Garuda. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. It would no. depend. Yeah. I, at, I, at level mm. twenty five, you go to Geralt. He gives you a kettle and he wants you to fill it up with aether lights. And you know when you kill stuff, NMs or, or whatnot, you you fill it up with light. And you take it back to him when it's full, and he gives you the the, the protean you crystals. You like light that's specific within Eureka. Yeah, yeah. I so. think it would depend if they were more like no, not lights. I think more going back to like the hunt books that we had nope. for those nope. other relics. Nope, it, it's it's lights. It's lights. So that way you had to kill certain NMs and nope. certain anything. monsters. Anything. No. I mean, NMs give you more. But no. uh, nope. I would do it if it was like a hunt book where it's like, oh, this weapon has to go kill these mobs, and like you then you would work together to hunt. Right, certain that mobs. would be inventive, right? <laughs> like that would that might be a little Did bit you? engaging because <laughs> then you're you're camping specific NMs and yeah. yeah. Like, but did you sense. forget that the the hunt books for our first relic they were all the same for every single person or for every single weapon? Were they? Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, I did, I think, either two or three weapons, and every single first book had me fighting those stupid gigas down in uh, down in Curthus and waiting for that one fate. Some of the later ones were different, in, uh, though, In like. the Shroud. Hmm. Were, were they Nika, or were they just spread out so much you just can't really you recall? You can't remember, Nika. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. They were exactly the same. <laughs> Omega, when I mentioned the lights in Chet, she goes, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, upgrading upgrading the uh, the the weapon is basically just collecting lights. Uh, you go back, and like I said, when you empty the the, the kettle, you get the the protein um, uh, frosted protein crystals, which is you know the stuff that you needed that you got from NMs. In they're uh, great. <laughs> These ones are just called like frosted protein crystals or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, they're but but same. it's 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 the same thing. Just the manner you get them now is by just farming anything instead of NMs specifically. And then at the end, of course, you need Liu Ice, which is essentially your Pazuzu. Of the zone, the Zuzu feather. Yeah. Now, now, cold Zuzu. I, I mean, you need you guys to correct me if I'm wrong, or 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 chat correct me. What about if, if what I'm a- wrong? Is there? Do you not upgrade your gear in Pagos? Is it just a weapon upgrade this time around? That's what I've been hearing. Hmm. Which is also really dumb because I thought it was supposed to be relic armor as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Why did I bother going through and upgrading all I of got, that fucking I got armor and ammo? Yeah. yeah I got, to diet. I did the samurai and the paladin armor because I figured I wanted to keep them both tip top so so hold on so so we have to go into a new area that's that's harder content than what the previous one was harder harder is not challenging i didn't say challenging no 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 harder is a relative more tedious okay tedious Tedious. yes because it's more time consuming thank you you're right that's a better word we have to do more tedious content reward for less Reward And by the way, even if you haven't gotten, let's say, your 370 weapon from, from raiding or tomes, and you're like, well, I can do this really, really easily in uh, probably less than a month when the new patch comes out with new tome gear. It's oh, yeah. You're, you're dun- yeah, dungeon class. gear is going to outclass it the next update. Anyway. Except you have to do it right now, because if you don't, when the next iteration of Eureka comes out, you're going to be behind. And really? You're going to be in my case really? where I'm level... Behind what? I'm level five Eureka, and guess what? I'm not going to be able to do Pagos because I can't get into that zone because I'm not high enough level. So I'm going to have to go back to Animos. Yeah. But who's doing Animos anymore? I mean, people are I mean, actually people are people, are. people are doing yeah. Animos. I was yeah. in there for three hours trying to get my level uh, back up again so I could go into Pagos. But as I'm reading stuff, why? Even even when Logos comes out, right? The 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 way that gear and the item levels have been working out, why? You're it's always going to put you just right under where people outside doing raids or or tombstones already are. Anyhow, for the glams. Mm. Glam is the end game. I just, Jux, I just don't understand. I don't how even care about glams no more. I mean, I mean, do you just care about back lick to... my... what? Lick, lick, lick my balls. Boo. <laughs> just thinking back to eleven, even in like merit point parties, where like people would pull and you need to have a certain DPS, but people wouldn't kick you from a merit party if you were getting a certain XP an hour. Yes, yeah, they, they would. would. Yeah, they would. What are you talking about? Are you dumb, Nika? Nika? I don't know. I never got kicked from a merit are, party. Are, are, you, are you using those rose-colored glasses again? Because, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe. That, yeah. But, like, I remember doing merit parties and as long as you're getting a certain XP per hour, people were fine with it. But... Yeah, I don't know about I, I, that. I don't know. For, for, for me, what this comes down to, you know, when Animos came out, Sure, it was a flawed system. You know, there were some people that liked it, some people that didn't. We were at least able to see that there were certain parts about it that that gave us a little bit of hope and you know we talked about how pagos was sort of going to be the make or break what can they do with this system because they've been here before with diadem and they failed utterly yeah i after seeing this i just 
I don't think that Square Enix has it in them to actually produce any sort of new and actually compelling content that improves upon itself. Well, and, and again, it's because they try to overcorrect their errors, right? Like, if, if, if Pagos had iterated in any way on the content instead of trying to fix the way that the players were playing the content... Then I think that this would have. Uh, I don't. I don't think that we would have been able to walk away with as many criticisms. I as, mean, as we've been able to level. Maybe, but even even if they they hadn't done that, or maybe they they corrected and then also you know uh, uh, compensated for what they've removed from doing these corrections. The fact still remains: why the fuck isn't armor upgradable again? That, well, that's a pretty glaring the, omission. The right reason there. the reason why is because we haven't had an eye level push. Okay, but you could have at least caught up the Animos armor to where it's supposed to be because it's still even under what tomes were. I agree. Yeah, it's at three fifty. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, (laughs) Jesus. So that is very, very confusing. At the end of the day, are are they going to go up to three sixty next patch when we're wearing three what eighty three ninety? It's going to be three ninety. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Next, next year, Rika, they're going to have uh, two upgrades for your armor, but you won't be able to upgrade your weapon. This is really stupid. Really bad organization of content. That's so stupid. That's so bad. They managed to fuck up Eureka when it was their best chance to do something nice. Do something different, at least. Any any anything. I mean, you can still argue that this is different. It is. I mean, <laughs> yes, technically. But, but not good. Different. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to our phone lines and talk to Piggy from Cactar. What's going on, Piggy? Hey guys. What's up? Pigster. Hey, thanks for, thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. What's going on, man? Nothing. I just want to voice some of my concerns with Pagos. Uh, and yes, it is only just the weapon. And you guys kind of did a terrible job of explaining the bunny. The bunny thing? Well, that was Nika. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What? That's all the bunny is. It leads you to treasure. And if you don't, if you die along the way, you lose, you lose the bunny. And the treasure is just shit you got out of lockboxes anyway, so... No, it, it's not. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the level twenty bunny shit is. I don't know about the higher level. All right. Well, well, um, Piggy, no, please explain to us the bunny from the level. T- no, I got crafting material from the level twenty bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know crafting. Ugh. But I mean, it's you're I mean, not helping your case here, Piggy. I believe there's a chance that it also drops items for one of the NMs, so you can actually get gold on it. Hmm. I- but like, yeah, nonetheless, like, no one's doing the bunnies also because no one's high enough level because the 20 bunny fade can still send you to, like, the middle of buttfuck nowhere. Yeah, Everything's, like, 20 levels higher than you and one hits you. It's just, it's so. not worth it is what it comes down to. I mean, because yeah, everything that I read, first it, of all... Current. And it doesn't give any XP from the fate anyway, so nobody wants to do it. Yeah, all people are going to think about is, well, we're doing that stupid bunny, we could be earning XP. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that also leads to my other concerns. Like, they got rid of the NM chain, and they want people to kind of chain, but the chaining XP is not even that great either. It's kind of just, like, chain for, like, three hours and probably go up half a level. Yeah, see, that's... that's <laughs> oh, my God. Un- yeah, it's a That's lot. unreasonable. What? And I understand... And listen, I do understand Square Enix kind of disincentivizing... Uh, uh, the incredible XP that the NM train used to give, right? Because it was great XP. Um, I, I understand them nerfing it, but doing that and then not 
adjusting the chain XP is really, you know, like, again, that's what makes the system much more tedious and feel much more tedious than the last go round. And I mean, I, I guess there's a certain argument that uh, players weren't playing the, the system in the way that it was intended. So this is your punishment? Kind of. Eureka punishment. It does feel a little bit like Square Enix is now punishing the community and saying, okay, well, in this phase, you're going to have to work twice as hard as you did in the last one. That's fair. I don't. Is it? That's fair. I don't think it is. If you take as half as much work as you should the first time, then the next time you have to do twice as much. That equals out to one. Quick math. But, you, but here's the other thing, though. I'm currently level 23, and I... I kid you not, I spent 15 minutes shouting, looking for a chain group, and I never got a single invite. Yeah, yeah, I, I've, I've heard reports of people having to work very, very hard even just to form or get into a group. And and to, to, to the idea that, that the NM train needed to be nerfed, I don't think that the problem with the NM train was the amount of work that you got done or the amount of XP. It was how it was delivered, okay? I think the amount of time that I've put into Eureka so far, I'm level 15 now, so I'm still not max level, okay? But to to potentially cut that in half or make it last even longer isn't what I think needed to be done. I think that the NM train was something that was not intended, but the amount of XP per hour or, 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 or the rate of leveling felt okay. was fine. Yes, that yes. was okay. Get rid of the NM train, but the amount of XP per hour was fine. That should not have been messed with, and that's the problem, is that they took away something. They took, they took a system that was flawed. They took out the flaw but in doing so crippled the system and 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 i think what's you know what's kind of important there is that you know with with the way that animos was running and the amount of time commitment that you had to put towards it you were still able to do eureka and other stuff right that's a fair point it feels like with with uh pagos square enix is saying okay you have to choose what you're going to do when you log on either you're going to be logged on for six hours at a time and doing dungeons and eureka or you've got to choose when you log on what you want to be doing and if that's and if that's the case there's going to be a lot of players who throw up their hands and go well my choice is not eureka because it wasn't the main core of the game to begin with. That's not the reason that people log into FF14 every day. And I, and it's fine if if there are people who like Eureka and would like that to be more like the main core of the game. But it's not. And you shouldn't, as a player, be made to decide, do I want to do this one area of the game or do I want to do this other area of the game? game and you know if it's if the game the game's not good enough to sustain that much uptime or or having someone logged in that much right no one is playing ff14 like that because it hasn't had content that sustains its audience like that and so to now suddenly set in front of people well you've got to choose what do you want to do do you want to do dungeons today or do you want to do six hours of 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 eureka 
I think that that that's pretty intrusive into people's play style, and that's where people are falling off and going, ah, well, I guess this isn't for me, because people said the same thing when they looked at the amount of time that they had to put into raiding, and that's why you see raid returns of single-digit percentages of the community that's even trying that content. There was a, a thread that I came across when I was looking through Reddit that actually talked about the differences that they saw between Animos and Pagos, and, and they applauded Animos, and that, again, everyone realizes that it was flawed, but there was still a way to enjoy it. There, there was a, a, a new sense of social interaction, of community. You know, people came together in Animos for this giant NM train, sure, which maybe wasn't the best design, but people were still having fun with each other, and it was a very, very casual experience, and now you're expecting those same players to go into Pagos, and suddenly, that's gone. People are pulling out uh, uh, their... Uh, they're parsers. You you can only get into these small groups where people are like really drilling down and being like, no, no, you need to do this content right. You need to be at the top of your fucking game or get the fuck out. And it's it's a huge shock, I think, to perhaps a lot of the people that maybe carried or are still playing Animos right now because it's fun to do. And it's, it's going to be like hitting a brick wall. How, how many people, I, I mean, honestly, how many people have gotten booted from a group and then don't do that content for five, six days, maybe even ever again? The very first dungeon I ever did in FF14 when I hit uh, 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 max level as Black Mage, yeah. there was another Black Mage in, in there who basically bitched at me because I wasn't doing my rotation right. right. And I didn't queue for another one for two or three weeks, I think. Uh, and, and Was that uh, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, but fuck him, by the way, because I did dungeons with him the other day. And why wow, do you want to butt fuck him? And he went higher in true. my Phrasing. item level. Phrasing. Phrasing. He went higher in his Phrasing. item level in a single day than Phrasing. I have all fucking week. Phrasing. You know, Phrasing. No. Phrasing. But fuck him. Phrasing. Not in a good way either. Okay, that just got really weird. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, take no. off your clothes. But I mean, like there is there is this very real like time sink equation that people have to do, where you know they decide what they want to do when they log in, and and I think that you know it, it, at least it looks to me like the time commitment that that Pagos is going to be able to take is much more considerable than Animos, and I think that that's a move in the wrong direction, especially if the rewards are significantly less yeah exactly right like i can't upgrade my gear i'm only uh, trying to upgrade my weapon like at this point it, it, it you know the cons are starting to outweigh the pros it's not fun to play anymore people are being sour about it and this is the way that content dies this is the way that you go uh, that that you got to diadem right diadem is a, a, is a system that required a lot of people to participate just like eureka does and if there's only a, a small percentage of the community that's interested in doing it, guess what's going to die really, really quickly? You know what I mean? And yeah, no, that that's pretty much the bottom line. That's that's I think fairly problematic, especially if you want more from this game than just dungeons and an occasional raid. You they, know, they killed Eureka, guys. I, I it does feel like like this is a move oh, in the no. wrong, wrong, oh, no. wrong direction. Oh, okay. So, so you know, it, it was an interesting. Uh, uh adventure watching how DM transform from 1.0 to 2.0 and, and and then maybe even becoming eureka who knows right but now we get to watch it all over again with eureka animos pagos 
what do you think that there was going to happen with logos now? Do you think that having tried to correct from Animos into Pagos that logos might might get the 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 compensation that it needed for all the corrections they made and be good? Or do you think we'll just see a repeat of now Logos is going to be even worse than Pagos? Oh, I think, I, I think if, first of all... I don't think anyone's going to be able to play pa- uh, Logos. <laughs> because they won't get high enough level. They won't, yeah, yeah, they won't uh, give up. Uh, you know, Square Enix has, a uh, pre- has some pretty objective measurement tools that they can use here. Okay? How, how many people are leveling and how quickly are they leveled? And then at the time, at, at, you know, at the point where they come in on the next patch... Uh, what do you do to make sure that either they're at the rate that you need them to be or d- is the content just going to be DOA? Um, because if there's you're right, if no one has leveled to the point where Pagos is relevant or if let a couple hundred people have only leveled to the point where Pagos is relevant or accessible to them, then what's the point? The content's dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asian also pointing out that he doesn't like how they basically gave us our mounts at 20 in Eureka and then took them right back away in uh, uh, in Pagos. What level do you get them back in Pagos anyway? Probably not till you're near the caps, what, 35 now? Uh, I think we got them, was it 17, 17 in, in yeah. the other one? So probably, I would say maybe three levels before cap even. Uh, Wolf, please, is saying Logos is the battle system. I don't know what that means but you're gonna have to explain that a little bit he's more. saying that the battle system is called logos and not the zone. not the third not the area oh the third area isn't going to be I don't what know. battle system well everything ends in oh so oh they just call it no, why not call no, it the elemental the wheel board. yeah oh I'm, I'm pretty sure yesterday p at one point said there's gonna be like a weird uh battle system where like a dps can become a tank Something along those lines? Yeah, but I don't... 100% sure? I don't think that... What? I, I, first of all, I don't know where you heard that, because I've not heard that at all. All right. Uh, well, uh, Blue Cloud's also saying Logos is not the map names. Maybe I maybe I misinterpreted something, but... We're, we're talking... Re- the. You guys understand our context, the third area The of, third area, whatever the fuck it's called. Wait, you don't get the mount at 35? What? You get oh. the mount at 35. Yeah, yeah. apparently 35. All right, good. Yeah. Cool. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Pony graphic. Oh, shit, that dude's still on the line? Yeah, he's still yeah. here. What up, yeah. Piggy? His Piggy. name is Piggy. Yeah, that's right. Call Not him by his dude. by his actual name. Yeah, anyway, Pig- on the new Jack stuff. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Piggy man, thanks for the call. We uh, we appreciate hearing from you. We want to hear from you. We want to know your thoughts on Pagos. Uh, we want to know uh, what. I mean, hell, if you want to talk about the companion app, that's probably what we're going to talk about next. Yeah, but really, um, call and talk about anything. Yeah, limit on your mind. Limit break radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limit. Breakradio.com slash Discord. Um, you know, I I think that uh, it, it, what is what what does Square Enix even do to be able to fix uh, Pagos at this point? Can okay. can it can it I be think, fixed? I think they can because in a world the XP gain in a world where they can fix it. Let's say they actually have the ability to do so. Triple the XP done. Yeah, I think you just talk- add more XP gain. Are you talking about triple XP gain from everything? Everything. From absolutely everything. Also, really quick note that I wanted to add. There was apparently a bug that I think has since been hotfixed that some monsters 
just didn't give you XP. Oh, that's fun. And you had to like log out or leave the instance and come back in to potentially fix it. Um, but but that's you know like I think that's maybe a quicker that's that's a pretty quick fix to be able to to uh, you know it would at least make it there. so so it doesn't feel like you have to it wouldn't seem as tedious and time consuming right because honestly the time put into it should reflect the rewards you get out of it and if the reward went from a full set of armor and a weapon. To just a weapon, to just a decent weapon that's going to be outclassed in a couple of months anyway. You, you, the the answer there is not to increase the workload, right? Like, and and I think that again, that's the core problem that you have when every update or every other update pushes the eye level up, because everyone knows that yeah, exactly what you're working for right now, it may have long term value, but if you don't want to put in that time you don't have to right like you're not losing out what you're losing out on is not so substantial that it impedes your ability to enjoy 90 percent excuse me 90 percent of this game you know what i mean except if you pass on pagos right now then when they come out with uh, Dickos in the next one, and then uh, <laughs> Vaginaos in the one after that, I'll go to that all, one. That's all. All that content you can't. There's ever not going to be. To. There's not going to be four zones. There's only going to be three. There's. You really think they're going to get to four? No, they said there was only three. Yeah, oh, that's what I, I thought. They confirmed that there were only three, but I, I don't think that they would have well, had. Well, regardless. Or no, Jack wait. Today. No, 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 wait. Because didn't uh, I had brought this up before that there was the four fiends from Final Fantasy? What was it? Mystic Quest or something? I, I think you're or? looking way too deep into it. No, no, yeah. no. And that, that Pazuzu re- and the re- Ice one. Regardless, what, what I think he's, there might be four, actually. What he's working towards is the fact that if you didn't do Animos, you can't get into, in, into uh, next, Pagos. Next one. So you certainly aren't going to be able to get into any of the other ones. And the longer you wait, the more insurmountable that wall is. But in two of the cases so far, the rewards that we get are not better than what we currently have access to. And within a month's time, they're coming out with even better gear. So you have no reason to do any of those anyway. I'm just saying it's more content that you will basically be locked out of doing. And we all know how much Square Enix loves to make sure that everyone can do every little bit of their content. It'll be interesting to see what type of catch-up mechanic yeah, they put it, into well, it, I guess. And, and I, I think, it, you know, that's that's where you come in, Chuxta, being a level five in terms of Eureka. You know, what kind of catch-up ability are they going to give you if you want to participate in pagos you don't have any right now but will there be right and is that eureka jump potion is that (laughs) fair because at the end of the day what we're talking about at least in theory what we should be getting out of this is your relic weapon and at what point did they start easing the grind of the relic and that's usually after all of the content is out, right? Like that's usually they didn't start easing stuff in the mm. books or yeah, the Atma did. requirements as they went along. That was that was did they? It was like three or even four iterations past is when they would start nerfing the earlier stuff. Okay, so if if it but, follows but, that trend, though, it would but be Eureka like the was third. so slow getting out that I don't know if they would even bother to do that before they just do the final make everything super easy catch up see that's what i'm thinking is that it's it's gonna all be out before they make the catch-up right uh the catch-up mechanic you think they even will bother to make a catch-up mechanic probably 
I mean, they've eased the requirements around every other relic. Okay, here's what's going to happen, though. That that catch-up requirement, all it's going to do is slash in half the amount of crystals you need. So if you didn't level up in Eureka, you're still going to be fucked. Yeah, probably. Okay. As long as we're on that page. I mean, I, I, I could also see XP items... Coming out of coming out of there, because at some point you're right, though, yeah, at some point, Eureka Animos is going to be completely dead. It's going to be Diadem. No one will ever do it. Right. Like come the next expansion, the next expa- expa- yeah, ne- expansion after that, you will not be able to do Eureka it. in its current state. I got it. I got it. When you go to Palace of the Dead, you can toggle a little option to gain elemental XP instead of normal XP, and you just level up your elemental That's XP. That's actually not a half bad idea. I mean... In Palace of the Dead. I, I mean, honestly... I would probably do that. <laughs> and have more anything fun to stay than out of Eureka. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not a terrible answer. I mean, you know... Again, I mean, it's terrible that it's came to that, but with what they have available, you're right. It's it's not the worst. It's not the worst. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, because again, they're going to have to do something, because you're right... At some point, Animos is going to be empty, and it's going to be impossible to be able to do the content. And when that happens, and that's actually probably going to happen sooner rather than later, you know, sooner than the expansion even, um, I think that that's a very valid question. What do they do to be able to keep that content relevant and to be able to make sure? Because you have to have enough people caught up to the current to the current level cap to go into the next place. And if they don't have that, then that content dies on the vine, does it not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we see a lot less people in Pagos than we than we did in Animos, mostly because there's a barrier for entry there. And we've said, you know, FF14 does need more barriers to entry. But you also have to keep the enthusiasm high so people want to be able to clear those barriers. And that's what I see has been lost here, is that the enthusiasm around Eureka has taken a pretty serious hit. Whether it's been after Pagos came out and hearing all of the bullshit about Pagos, or whether it was just in the natural cycle of, I got my shit out of Eureka, now I'm done, and people tuned out of it. it there, There is a very serious problem of how many people are actually going into the instance and having viable instances. I'd love to know how many viable Pagos instances there are versus how many viable Animos instances there were. Because hmm. there's got to be way less, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If there's no barrier for entry on Animos, anyone could go in and at least check out the zone, right? But yeah. if you've got to be level 20 in Eureka to be able to check out Pagos, I have to, I have to think that there's maybe two, three, maybe four instances total going at any one time yeah because when i was in uh animos getting caught up like it it was still actually extremely uh, uh populated you know people were talking communicating you know there was someone who was actually consistently they had a shout macro that you know told the position of the nm train and like the next three nms that they were going to and linking oh, to uh that? to a website that kind of showed like what was up at that yeah there was, point a, there and was a, i mean there is a tracker website yeah 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 tracker for, website. for yeah. pagos now yeah. too okay but. so i mean the people like animos by no means is dead you could easily get caught up but everything that i've heard or sorry animos but everything i've heard of pagos so far uh, uh on your i think that, that you're right that the the thing that is most likely is that people coming through animos whether they had a good experience or they thought nah, it was okay when you hit pagos and it's so vastly different even the culture of it 
I think that's going to be a big turnoff. Uh, and I think player toxicity is a really, really big problem. You, uh, that you guys, but, but there's no parsers in game, so player toxicity doesn't exist. Oh, uh, but it does. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah. There's no parsers in the game of take, fourteen. Take, hang on, hang on. Take your Yoshi P blinders off. Oh. Yeah, right? Okay, hold now, on. Now do you see the problem? Oh, pro- my God. There's toxicity everywhere in there's Pagos. A, there's a huge problem, right? This is Toxagos. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so easy to see once the yeah. once the Yoshi P blinders come off, right? <laughs> it's like night and day, right? Better one, better two. Yeah, it's the- Better uh, it's, A, better it's, B. It's the Spider-Man, Peter Parker meme <laughs> where you take off the glasses. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Geldnar Hothbane of Gilgamesh. What's going on, Geldnar? Hey, what's up, Nero? Hey, how's everyone doing today? How's it going, Gelnar? Thanks for calling. Oh. Thanks for uh, calling us here on Limit Break Radio. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes, I would like to talk to you guys about the Monster Hunter event. Now, I've done it a couple of times on normal. I still haven't cleared the EX version yet, but I picked up the PC version of Monster Hunter World, and I'll tell you nice. this right now. They are bitching about Behemoth over there. They oh, oh I heard that. I went on the message boards and I was looking over there and they were like, oh, we can't do this. And I'm like, oh, God, do I got to explain to you guys about the mechanics for Behemoth? Because they kind of mix both the. Don't they have like a a line of sight mechanic over there now? Mm -hmm. uh, No. Like the meteor thing where they have to hide behind something. It, it, they they both combine. They kind of combine both the the hunt version of Behemoth and the Crystal Tower version of Behemoth and moshed it together to make the Monster Hunter World version of it. And they were bitching about it for a while, and it was just funny to hear it because <laughs> I'm sitting there laughing, going, "You guys don't know the pain of what we had to go." Yeah, it's definitely a difficulty thing that they're complaining about because I've also talked to a lot of people who have been like really nose of the grindstone playing Monster Hunter since it came out and have Mm -hmm. really, really high hunter levels that are like, it's a lot of fun. I'm at I'm at monster I'm at uh, hunter level twenty nine right now. Oh, you still have a ways to go. (laughs) Oh yeah, I still got a ways to go, but still it's I'm having fun. (laughs) And I picked up Monster Hunter after not playing it since it first came out on the US a while back, so it's and, you know that but anyway back to what i'm talking uh, about that the fights are not that hard i would say for the event it's just figuring out the mechanics and that's the problem a lot of people have been having with this same thing with um or um same thing with a lot of the rating now but i uh, you know i go back to the point of the events are fun they should be fun and you know i do agree with you there should be a a barrier for entry to a certain degree. Not just let anybody go in and roll in like you guys are saying about, you know, about Eureka. Mm-hmm. There should be a barrier with everything. Okay. I would say not, not to the hard, not to the hard point of where you got parties, you got a DPS, DPS, DPS. If you're not DPSing, we're kicking you out. And I'm like, oh, that's okay, fine. Do what you got to do. I'll go on another party. It's not, you know, I don't like to hang myself up on on the ash hattery that goes on within that because it's not worth it. Um, ah, okay. All right. Uh, well, uh, I, so uh, what I'm hearing is uh, Monster Hunter event in uh, the crossover event over event in Monster Hunter also similarly received uh, uh, in the Monster Hunter community. A lot of frustrated people over there. I did. I also did hear some of that frustration as well. But it, I don't know. I, it. 
doesn't seem like it seems like they got over it pretty well. That just make, it makes it yeah. sound like they just expect everything to be super easy and handy. Yeah, and it, it actually and so, they've never had a real mechanic fight in monster. Well, which which actually isn't true because depending on each monster, like you really have to get used to the way that it telegraphs and the way that basically it sets up each of its stuff. Like Monster Hunter is is exactly. is a very mechanic heavy uh, uh, game. Why is this so, such an issue? Th- th- that's actually what surprises me is that these people are having such an issue for it. And from what I've heard from the other people, because this is such a high, like like I think uh, I, I've uh, when talking to maybe it was Morgan Freeman, I, f- I forget who it was, but someone mentioned like a minimum of 90 hunter rank, which is, is which is pretty high. I think people are trying out this event at lower levels and because it's so tough to do, they're basically crying foul because up Till this point, they've been able to do anything as it's sort of handed to them in the game because they're level appropriate. And I think that maybe the monster, the, the the behemoth, was either just overtuned or they're just expecting too much of the majority of their community. Yeah, but that's kind of what I want from a crossover. I don't yeah. want, I, you know, like everything uh, since then has been super casual and super easy. Yeah. So, and that's fine. If ninety nine percent of your crossover content is super casual, and this is like the the kind of the one exception to that, I'm totally fine with that. And, and I don't have a problem with that at all. Assume that you would get pushback like this. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I'm I'm more than fine with the, with the, with the difficulty. I got no problem with it. I love the challenge. Challenge. Bring it on. Uh, that's how my how my view is on the whole thing. But anyway, all right. Well, Geldnar, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate hearing from you. You too, man. Take care, guys. You have have yourself a nice day. Yep, yep. Uh, if you want to give us a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio dot com slash discord. We want to hear from you, whether it's about the Monster Hunter crossover event, whether it's about uh, Eureka Pagos, or uh, if you just want to call and say hi, uh, give us a call. Limit Break Radio eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio dot com slash discord. Uh, do we want to, did we want to take a minute and, uh, read, read from the, uh, tales from the, the skies or tales from the storm or we whatever do, the fuck do, it is? Do we want to, what about the companion app? We want to talk oh, about the companion app. We didn't, companion ta- oh, app. We didn't talk about the companion Let's app. Let's complain about that's it. That's right. That's right. Now we do. We do. Yes. Now, it's really bad. A bit of setup yeah, here, guys. Uh, I checked the day it came out. It was up to about 5,000 downloads, uh, as of this recording, uh, on the Android play store. Anyway, as of this recording. It's up to 10,000 downloads. Nice. Um, and the first thing when you log into it, 10 million players worldwide. Jesus. So that's hilarious. Uh, currently at a two-point rating. Uh, uh, Juxta, what did you mention it was on iTunes last you checked? Uh, last I checked, it was at 2.2 and dropping. And dropping. Okay. And dropping. All right. That's right. So, uh, again, we, we all knew going into this, there's going to be a free version and a uh, premium version. Um, no one really knew just how bad this was going to be. But let's talk about the free version here. Uh, so first of all, you get to select one additional favored destination for warping in game. Nice. Well, I guess, uh, you can chat with people on your FC link shell or friends list, which is what you can do in all other companion apps like this, like for wow and stuff. So that was, that was, hang on, but wait a second, second. hang on. Yeah. We've got to be a little bit more specific about this than square Enix was because you, you can chat with all of those people, but it's an individual chat window. It's an instant messenger private DM. Yeah. 
Oh, you can't actually type into your free company and, and right. talk to your free company. And right. they must also use the app. Exactly. Yeah. So it's an so, in-app So chat. I went through my friends list and there's like a little icon. First of all, the friends list on here doesn't, like I don't know if there's a way to sort between who's in friends list, link shells, and free companies. There's just a little icon next to their name that tells you which one they're in. And so my entire friend list is full of people I don't know from people from link shells that I don't really talk to. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Wow. Wow. You get with your stupid femro free company <laughs> okay but but you can also plan and share events nika right that's that's cool I mean, that's kind of cool that is kind of cool i guess manage items in your inventory but you can do that with google calendar and armory chest now now uh Jux, i was actually checking because you had downloaded it and uh, i was checking on the way here and uh, it, it kept disconnecting me from the server Every time I tried to manage your items. Oh, yeah, it's because you can't uh, uh, check your items or move them around or, or anything if you're logged into the game. I mean, oh, okay. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're logged into the game, you could just do it in the game. So yeah, unless you're like okay. me and never logs off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, unless you're like Nika and just stands around idle for. But, why but do will, you do that? I don't understand that. I don't know because in game, case Nika. I ever see someone doing something, like I might just want to join. Someone. Yeah, and then you know what? I bet she's one of those people that brags about how much time she has yeah. played. Oh, look at my though, slash played. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. 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 Oh, your your slash play time is irrelevant. Yeah. It's invalid, Nika. Just like your gender. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, you can view items held by your retainers in your Chocobo saddlebags. All right. Now, 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 this is the interesting thing. This is what I think sort of blindsided everyone here. Yeah. You need to use one of two things. Couponuts, which you get one a day when logging in. It's a free bonus. Which, by the way, they're capped at two. <laughs> yeah, you can't stockpile them. You can, only, te- you can yeah. only ever have two. And you need one every time you buy or sell an item on the market board. So you can do that once a day. Or you can buy coins. You're already potentially paying for the app. Now they want you to buy coins. So, so does anyone have any idea how much this type of stuff uh, uh, is going to cost? Because I wait, actually... So you can't, wait, so you can't just buy and sell by having the premium version. You have to have... Coins. You still have to buy coins or yeah. have coupon nuts. Yeah. But but thankfully, if you get the premium version, you get two coupon nuts every day. And you can have a total of 10 on you at a time. Oh, my God. That makes it those $5 worth it. For $1, Nika, you get five coins. So for $1, you can make five transactions on the market board. Or so I can just wait until I get home and do it on the game. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you could do that. But hold on, because if you buy higher tiers... You get you get like for example forty bucks gets you three hundred and twenty coins. That's nice. two hundred coins for the normal price, and then a hundred and twenty bonus, bonus coins. coins. I like to call those boner coins because it sounds like bonus. So so not only does this charge you five dollars a month to use it, you also have to pay for every transaction on the auction house. But you get a what? free retainer with it if you have the premium version. Can anyone explain to me how anyone thought this was a good idea? How anyone anywhere thought, let's make people pay monthly for our app and then charge them on a transaction basis for the auction house, which is probably the best feature about this app. Uh, old uh, men in Japanese suits sitting at in front of Japanese desks being I don't even think Japan. Sony would try and do this. At least there's no loot boxes. I don't think EA would try and do this. This is pretty scummy. I, I, I mean, there's really no better word for it than I can come up Any with. Any person who has ever 
heard us talk about how scummy Square Enix is with their cash shop and how hungry, uh, how money hungry like, they are. Level. Yes, anyone who this ever is... heard us say that and was like, "No, no, they're not. They're overreacting." Call in and defend this, please. Somebody explain wh- how this but is a I good idea. I thought this was going to be really cool. I don't know. No, <laughs> uh, the way the, I mean, because when you have like, no way information, back when they announced it like two e three or two packs ago or whenever. Well, when you have no actual information about thing, you're a thing your your uh, imagination is able to run wild and yeah of course we all thought that this was going to be cool well because in, in any other game that they have this it's pretty cool yeah and and here okay so first thing the fact that you that it's not like like the chat is app to app and not app to game or vice versa. Thank you, because I really needed an app to text my friends on. <laughs> exactly, right? You don't have that on your phone, do you? I not no. I've never well, heard I of. Do, I do now. I've never heard of texting on a phone ever. It's a revolutionary idea. Congratulations, Square Enix. <gasps> Square Enix, you should probably charge per text you send too. Uh, Square Enix money, created money. texting. Great, awesome. But the thing is, is how uh, like. Like, honestly, the fact that it's not app to game is a huge oversight. Like, yep. you, that, if, if there is one reason to have a fucking app for your MMO, it's so that you can have, you can keep up with what the fuck your guildmates are talking about or your link shell mates or whatever it is, right? Like, and that's not a conversation that happens between two people in a goddamn DM. That's being able to be up on what the conversation is in the goddamn guild this is why people make forums so that they can discords that they can communicate with their fucking players like that and 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 here you come oh app to app app to app messaging way to fucking go you made whatsapp you goddamn idiots like add a little like icon after your name like so if someone say like i'm looking people talking to my link shell they could just put like a little icon after their name that says they're talking they're on app app. exactly you mean like how the world of warcraft does it when you're on their mobile app Sure. All, all you have to do, all you all you have to do is just do what WoW does again. And then, and then ha- on top of that, having the insult to the people who are dumb enough to shell out the premium subscription for the app, and they will because you know what? These the people that are being targeted by this already have forty retainers that they're crafting and selling things on. Uh, yeah, tell me about it. But uh, again. To, to to slap those users in the face by saying, yeah, you still got to pay per transaction. Like, yeah, you can get more free coupon nuts every day. But if you want to do more than that, if you want to actually use the app as, I don't know, a fucking app, then you got to pay per transaction. That is a kick in the balls and a spit in the face. On top of the $5 per month. Fucking hell, Square Enix. What the fuck is this? Someone from your company needs to justify this decision or you need to change the pricing plan. Period. Yep. Uh, someone in the chat actually pointing out that uh, that World of Warcraft has uh, two separate apps, one for chatting, one for auction house, and then a third one for actually doing world quest tracking and sending followers on missions. All three of those are free. 
it, it this, that that really is, I think, an insult to the player base, and I think it should be seen as an insult to the player base. Like that, like if you you are just a money bag to Square Enix. Thank you. Now, now I will say that most of the threads that I've been seeing about this, and and if you look at at you know the 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 ratings uh, and the reviews as well, pe- people are being pretty vocal about it. That this they, they know this is not this okay. is not a secret. <laughs> this is a bullshit app. I haven't. I don't think I've actually seen anyone uh, say anything good about it. There are some five star reviews. Let me see if I can pull those up really quick. I haven't actually read them. Again, the majority of them are shitty reviews. But uh, um, I, I'm interested to see what the actual. I mean, five in the, stars it, it, like okay, ninety eight five star reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking. Ooh. I'm looking. At, I'm looking at the. It's uh, probably people that, that like before they downloaded. Oh, I love this game. Right. Five star. Or, like it's not actually going to be. Or, or that's the uh, PR agency that uh, Square Enix is paying to. The first to, one. Yeah, yeah. Yoshida! Oh, my God. Most of these actually don't even have anything. With, it's just a five-star review. There's nothing there. So, uh, again, I just uh, again, I just want to break this down. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the, the overall review scores that, and this is, again, this is uh, the North American Google Play Store that I'm looking on. 98 five-star reviews. 52 four-star reviews. 49 three-star reviews, 83 two-star reviews, and 453 one-star reviews. Uh, This one comes from someone. I'm not going to say their name, but uh, it's completely optional content. So I give it five stars to combat the one and two stars. Oh, for fuck's sake. Here's some uh, uh, from the iPhone or from iTunes. Uh, Great start. Looking forward to the premium features they'll be adding in the weeks to come. Oh, honey. Five stars. (laughs) Oh, honey. Five stars. Stars. I can't use it yet. That's uh, another. Wait a minute. We, what? Hang on. We 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 actually glossed over this whole thing. Is that this app is actually not compatible with the latest, latest. Android yeah. operating system? OS. Yep. Yeah. So there's an entire fleet of 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 hardware that is out there among the, the public. The, the newest. The newest. Yeah. The newest hardware. If you just upgraded your phone, like maybe I don't know this month. Then there's a good chance that this app will not actually function on your phone. Uh, a Google user, five stars. This app is exactly as described, and I'm ashamed of all the entitled players bashing it for no reason. Oh. So far, I love chatting with my friends. Uh, five stars. Uh, title: Good app, but usually error with i uh, two thousand one. Uh, we also need emojis! Exclamation point. Five stars. Dear God. I, I actually uh, thought reading like the one star reviews would be the funnest part, but, no. but they're all actually pretty critical and like, you know, to the point. Pretty accurate. Wow, these five star ones. Great community, by the way. Five stars. <laughs> Again, they're rating the game, not the app. Yep. Five stars. Uh, amazing app. It makes oh. chatting with friends a lot easier and it makes the game more fun and being oh. able to buy and sell stuff when you're not around your PC or PS4. And but kind but of that, sad that we can't do, do some stuff when we're already logged in the game. The 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 fact that see I, I would have thought that So that should have at least been four star by their description. <laughs> I would have th- thought that the whole Coupo nut coin transaction thing would be immediately rejected by anyone with a brain, but nah, Jeb here, five stars. Can't wait to resub to use this for market price changing while I'm at work. Oh, you dumb idiot. You dumb idiot. You're going to have to pay for all of those. But see, I don't know if he even knows because if he doesn't have an active account, he's not able oh, to check true. and click on stuff to see that the market shit doesn't work. Out of 204 reviews, only seven are five stars. 
Oh, my God, this one. Lots of complaints on having to pay couponuts to change market prices, and it's ridiculous to pay for the premium stuff. If some of you would have read the advertisement for it in the Lodestone, you would have known by now. This app is great. It's a great idea. Worth the extra $2. It's a little laggy, though, which a little laggy is not not exactly accurate. When it takes me 40 seconds to open the message that Juxta sent to me that is a a ASCII penis. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, then I think that that is actually kind of like a bad, that's bad design maybe. That's your penis. Uh, that, well, uh, hopefully it wasn't your penis. It was just a text penis. This is my dick! No, thank Daddy. you. The fanboys in here. This is a five-star review I'm about to read to you. This app does have potential, but as it is now, I'm not a fan of it. Five stars. Not a fan of it. Funny how people are expecting it to be 100% perfect already. They did say that they'll have more options here and there. And, of course, it's the app's first day, so it'll be overloaded. Five stars. It's okay, a start. but that's fair. That's it's almost fair to say. But has it changed in the second day or no. third day? No, no, it's not. How? Lo- I'm sorry. What evidence do you actually have of that? person what evidence what actual fucking evidence is it square enix's release schedule on the app in the first fucking place because if that's the case we're going to be waiting about three and a half years for the next update it's a start five stars the ability to sell and organize items is cool and having and after having read the faq i think this app is in a solid starting stages hopefully the future brings more future updates Love that I can chat with my friends when not at home. Text them! Facebook Messenger! Discord! There's already ways to do that! Yep. Uh, oh my god. And I'm at the end of the five-star reviews. And, and most of the other ones just don't even have a comment. They're just like, five stars. You know what? I've downloaded it now. Let me give my rating here. Hold on. One. One. God damn. This is so frustrating. It's so frustrating because it could be a good app. You know what I mean? Like, it could be usable and even have the premium features still, right? That's not the problem that I have with it. It's not the fact that it has premium features. It's that the premium features aren't even fucking worth the money. Like, you're paying five bucks a month and you're not you're you're all you're going to be able to do is give me a higher capacity of things that I could change each day if I log in with the app go fuck yourself go fuck yourself go fuck yourself because at, if I'm paying 5 bucks I should be able to use that app every moment of every day without question or without any kind of barrier or wall or paywall coming Can up. Can I make a quick uh, 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 amendment to that? Because uh, I was actually talking to my girlfriend about this, just sort of giving her the, the overall concept of it, right? And I'm like, how would you make a pay model for this, right? And she's like, at the very minimum, one-time payment because you've already bought their game and you're already paying them monthly. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if it was like 15 bucks one time to literally do everything, I think they'd get people to do that. Okay. I mean, they're already getting people to do even this, Nika. So, but hell, maybe they should also they ask for their otherwise. firstborn. I don't know. But again, I, I'm I, again j- just going back to the to the statistics on how many reviews have been made on this total. Total. I mean, there's only ten thousand downloads, and how many of those are even just? Let me see what the fuss is about. Exactly. 
But no, 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 no. Wait, there's 10 million players. 10 million players. When I first logged in, too, it's like, do you have the game? If you say no, it takes you to buy the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says, are you, an, are you a, already a, an active member or, or a subscribed member says, or something yeah, it like says that? Like, yeah, no, yeah. it says, like, do you already play the game? It's like real, something really weirdly asked. I was like, uh, yes. Why would I download this app if I didn't? Mm-hmm. But, okay. This is, I, I mean, like, it, it, to me, this is a definition of, of bungled potential. And, and that's really what we've seen out of Square Enix in the last, you know, couple of updates is just absolute bungled potential. I, I still can't believe my eyes when I look at the, the, the fact that you have to pay to use the auction house. On top of the fact that we all know, having played the game, that the auction house doesn't even serve any purpose because Gil is meaningless. Hang on. So, so question, okay? If it, if it costs money to post things to the auction house, doesn't that have an implication that that data exchange costs some kind of money, right? For Square yeah. Enix, like there's a built-in cost. Best it, case it, scenario, yeah. Square yeah. Enix isn't trying to milk money every last penny out of your wallets. They're just trying to cover their own costs, right? Like they, you know, if they absorbed all of the costs, then, you know, this would be a huge cost-intensive effort on Square well, Enix. Well, Rodasian is reminding us this took three years to make, so that's a lot of three money. Three and a half. Three, three and a half. Three and a half. So this is a lot of money that they have to uh, they have to recoup. But, th- but again, again, so the Plus impl- FF7 remake right around the corner, that's going to need some money. So the, but the <laughs> implication... Right around what corner? The implication is that data costs money, and that is a fallacy. Uh, that bandwidth costs money. Uh, it costs me money when I go over my cap from Comcast. That's because Comcast is lying to you and saying that data is valuable. You gotta get a. You gotta go it's get valuable a, to me. I mean, that's and that's that's the thing. It is valuable to have that supply of data, but is it? Comcast's business what the value of that data is or trying to price that out they have uh, you have you have uh, should you have to worry about paying paying for data the same way you pay for gas right exactly they're uh, I don't want to. there there are a lot of companies out there that are trying to tell you that data is a limited resource and it is not that is false. But when there's more people on the wire, then more data gets sent through, and then there can be backups and makes my... Because they don't upgrade the wires. Right. Yeah. Upgrading the wire costs money. That does cost money, but guess what? How else are they going to get money? But guess what? Guess, well, because I pay them every month to have access to that data flow. Right? Right. So what is my money going towards? Having data. No, my money should be going towards upgrading the fucking hardware. Infra- infrastructure. Infrastructure. Exactly. It's paying Jeff the customer service report, reports uh, service uh, representative's money. No, he's it's, probably only getting minimum wage. Except they've slashed that staff by half and automated that process way more. So where... So you're welcome. So where where does it cost money for the for the data exactly? If you want to be competitive, you want to have the best stream, you want to have the best lines, you want to have the best uptime, you want to be able to have the best service for your customers. And the way you be competitive is by buying out all the competitors. No. <laughs> no. Mean, that, that's the, the best, American way. The best way to do it is to provide service that's better than your competitors. No, the... The best way not just, artificially, just be, not artificially oh. make your service worse. <laughs> 
for arbitrary reasons. This is so frustrating to me. So fucking frustrating to me. Because I don't, I don't believe that. I, data is not limited. It's just not. Bandwidth isn't a limited resource. And yet, we're paying like it is. And we're going to continue to pay like oh, it yes, is. Oh, yes, it's only the beginning. It's only the fucking beginning. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So uh, that, that's most of what we got for, uh, for this week's show. Thanks for tuning in. We we appreciate it. Do we want to do we want to do Do you want to do it? Hey. You you, you kind of want to do I kinda it. I kind of keep bringing it up. I kind of want to. All right, all right. A little l- bit. L- l- let me get it up here. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> wow. Do you want some help? <laughs> nope. Phrasing. I got nope. magic fingers. Nope. Uh, nope. That's I what can Daddy do. says. <laughs> I can do it. So, uh we we had talked about this towards I the beginning to know what your penis looks towards like. Towards the beginning of the show, uh there are, you know, these stories that Square Enix is putting out called Tales from the Storm. And uh, a new one came out. There's going to be another new one coming out on the 24th and then again on the 31st. Do so, we know who those feature? No. We don't. Probably <sighs> characters that don't actually mean anything anymore. Right. Yep. Pop <laughs> Yes. Maybe maybe we'll get one about where what Lise was doing when she was off not doing anything. <laughs> That's something that she's still alive. So we can't do that. Yeah, but she's still meaningless. <laughs> so who, who was the old guy that died? Louis Swa. No. No, the other old guy. The other old guy. No. no, that one guy that they didn't okay. bother to. All right. Yeah. So uh, uh, I, I I will do like just the normal story stuff, and uh, uh, you want you want to do the uh, yeah sure I'll, I'll I'll help you out here okay. I'll, I'll provide uh, I'll provide some. Uh, there, there's two characters in here though. I know which one you want to do. What about what about the other character? Wh- who's the, else who's the other that? Who's the other character? It's it, uh, well, spoilers. It's gonna be Raish Valgur. Oh, okay. Who wants to do his voice? Should I just do his voice too? No, or? I think Juxta should do his voice. All right. What are we reading? From the ashes? Yeah. Yes. 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 Can you from, cue me when I have to speak? From yes. azure ashes. Read cue. along, you lazy bastard. All you have to do is read along. If there's a pause and no one's saying anything, be start, a, start reading. Be a dragon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ready? Yes, I'm All right. ready. All right, so here we go. This is uh, 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 from the ashes. The breeze that caressed the ruined palace seemed tinged with gold. More than anything else, it was said that the great worm Radatasker loved to weave songs, and the eldritch power of her verses still lingered here, a thousand years after her voice was forever silenced by the treachery of mortals. In the wake of her death, the dragons had named her home in the clouds Sorkai, words which mean grieving apology, out of the guilt over their failure to protect her, and left the place untouched. A lone figure took in the scene before kneeling to lay a bouquet. I know I make a strange messenger over here, but uh, the war is over. It was, he conceded, (laughs) an awkward utterance. But how could it be otherwise? What else could he say in the she to the she worm whose murder had kindled the flames of the dragon song war? He whose sole purpose in life had been to hunt her kind. Sorry? Even as he struggled to fashion an apology, a sudden gust scattered his offering of flowers, sending petals billowing in all directions. Why did not expect to find thee here, Azure Dragoon? Estinian did not so much hear the voice as feel it echoing inside his mind, but he both heard and felt the beating of mighty wings that followed. Looking up, he beheld a familiar white form descending, Raish Felgur. 
So much for privacy. Ah, so much from a privacy here. That's crazy. It's a dragon over there. Following Nidhogg's defeat and his miraculous rescue upon the steps of faith, Estinian had remained in the Holy See only long enough to witness his old friend Emmerich appointed Lord Speaker of the House of Lords. He had them quietly taken his leave, not with a mind to forsake his homeland, but to ponder how he might serve it in this new age. With the war at an end, he reasoned his presence was no longer required. There was no place for a man who had spilled as much dragon blood as he, much less one who had turned lance and fang upon his own people as his enemy's thrall. Where to then for Ishgard's unwanted champion? Estinian could think of several places, and so he had embarked upon a journey. Cue montage. To the ruins of Ferndale, the village of his birth, to offer a prayer to his beloved mother, father, and little brother, Hamignant. <laughs> so wait, I was born in Ferndale? Uh, I, I feel like my voice is a little bit off for Ferndale. Poor little Hammy. There might be a little lisp that I gotta put in there too. To a cliff overlooking the capital to give thanks to the knight, brave and true, whose sacrifice had kept Ishgard's hope alive. To the floating continent Azizla, to pay tribute to the maiden of conviction who blazed a path for her comrades by burning the candle of her life. No, I'll blaze your path. His old self would never have contemplated such a sentimental journey, but times had changed, and so had he. Last of all, he had come to Sorkai to voice his regret to the long-departed Ranatasker, a visit he had hoped would go unnoticed. Ah, uh, you know, spying ill becomes you, worm! Estinian growled. The great worm's muzzle contorted into what must have been a smile. Arr, do but I intrude, but I desire to show mine appreciation for thy gesture. Arr, my brood sister would have welcomed it. Arr. For a time, Estinian's soul had been merged with that of Nidhogg, the dread worm's tumultuous storm of emotions cummingly with his own. That's crazy. The rancor, the fury, the grief. I'm a dragon over here! He had felt it all, and the grief lingered even now. The gulf left behind by Redatosker's passing was one he knew as well as any man or dragon, and thus were Raish Valgurur's words more comforting than the worm realized. I am owed no such kindness, but, uh, you know, thank you! Estinian replied, his voice catching in his throat. Gathering himself, he continued... And, uh, you know, uh, for, for what it's worth, I, I'm, I'm not the Azure Dragoon. This age has no need of my lance. At this, the Great Worm's eyes narrowed. Yar, but there be upon your thy back, thy fair dripping from my brood brother's essence. Yar. The observation caught him wholly unawares. When he had left Ishgard behind, he had done so without his dragon's, uh, Dragoon's armor, deeming it a relic of a former life. Yet somehow it had not occurred to him to likewise lay down his lance, warped though it was by Nidhogg's power. Estinian's confoundment was plain to Raish Valgur, and when he spoke, it was in tones tinged with the faintest trace of pity. Jar, thy fight is not over, mortal. Jar, thou knowest thou only too well. The sting of another realization. Damn. Ah, damn you, worm! He had the right of it, of course. Azure Dragoon or no, there was still work to be done. Purpose even for a lance tempered and honed in an unjust war. You know, if uh, if you would just swear to fight for man and dragon both... Uh, oh, wait, is this your this line? Is right I'm, I'm reading your line. I apologize. Jar, if thou wouldst swear to fight for man and jar, drag and both, then come with me, jar. 
unto thee, thar. I shall bequeath an armor befitting of a true dragoon. Arr. Without waiting for a response, Raish Felgur leapt into the sky with a powerful kick, his tattered wings bearing him away so swiftly that his looming form soon became no more than a speck in the heavens. Snapping out of his reverie, Astinian dashed to his mana cutter and took off in pursuit. After a brief flight, they came to a cluster of ruins upon the fringes of Sorkai, a stable for wyverns during the forgotten days of harmony, Astinian guessed. There, the great worm landed, and after he had followed suit, Reishvelgur nodded towards the heart of the ruins. Darr. They had not walked far when Astinian caught sight of what he knew at once to be their destination. Oh, by the fury over here! Inside what appeared to be the remains of a barracks built for men sat several armory chests. All bore the scars of the inexorable march of time, save one. A pristine example preserved by some manner of draconic enchantment. Astinian needed no further encouragement. As he approached the chest, Raish Valgur broke the silence. Gar, in the beginning, dragoons were the men who fought beside dragons, not against them. Jar, Jar, Atatasker took great pleasure in bearing such fearless souls upon her back. Jar, and thus, Dar, she blessed her Darmer with her power. Lifting the lid, Estinian's jaw fell open. Before him lay not one, but two magnificent suits of plate armor. Their hue was all too familiar. Azure gods, forgive me, Yar, At first, men felt honored to receive such gifts, Yar, But more power they received, the more they craved. And all too soon, Yar, not save the source, but the power that would sate them. And so they butchered her, devoured her eyes like feral beasts. The armor of the first dragoons, brimming with power freely given. The mere sight of it made Astinian's heart swell, but he made no move to claim his prize. Then why over here? He said at length. Why grant me this power? What makes you think that I am different from any, uh, any different from Thornton and the rest? At this the worm paused, head lowered, before answering softly. Yarr, Amadian, just give me cause! <laughs> Believe in that kind once more! Only after lengthy silence did he continue. Never was this armor worn, arr. It wanteth for a master, a true dragoon. Thou hast cast aside one azure, thou wouldst take up another. It is... A short while later, Astinian emerged from the barracks with new armor and newfound purpose. The azure plate gleamed brightly as it caught the light of the midday sun. Such armor deserves a name, he and declared. I know one that befits it well. Raish Valgur stared at him expectantly. I saw it over here, for we shall watch over a man ignorant of all things save how to wield a lance steeped in anger. Yar. At these words, Raish Felgur threw back his head and let loose a mighty roar, both of approval and a approval and amusement. The dragon dragoon had chosen well. When Astinian finally left the churning mist, his feet carried him almost of their own volition towards the battlefield once more, there to cut a path for his comrades whose struggles yet continued. 
Time went by and the War for Alamigo's liberation found the forces of the Erosian Alliance at the fortress city's doorsteps. From his cliffside vantage point, Astinian watched as the host retched its way through the locks, a great serpent with soldiers for scales. Though they were too far away to see, he doubted not, but that his comrades were among them. Emric, Elfenau, the warrior of light. He had, he had silenced the monstrous cannon at Castramabania to pave their way. The final act of casting down the Garleans he left to them. Something else demanded his attention. A matter for him alone. Make that two matters, eh? <laughs> he inwardly corrected. <laughs> Spent of Aether as they were, it had been no easy task to track them down. As the final battle had joined and his friends fought on, he quietly intercepted a squadron of flying armor that was moving to flank them. It was then that he felt the call. A power he knew as intimately as he knew himself, emanating from the skies high above the royal palace. Pulling the tip of his lance free of a smoldering wreck, he struck out at a brisk run, making his way through the unfolding chaos. But by the time he finally emerged in the gardens of the royal menagerie, it was all over. All save his own task. Even without seeing them, he knew exactly where they lay. Striding through the exotic flowers, heedless of their beauty, he came to a halt at a patch like any other. And there they were. Nidhogg's eyes staring blindly up at him. Well, 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 what a fine mess you've made over here. He greeted them as old friends. All but spent feeding that primal, huh? Well, you won't be making any mischief with that amount of aether over here. He drew his lance, named for his nemesis and the dragon he himself once was, and aimed its deadly point at one helpless eyeball. Still... Better safe than sorry! Bracing himself body and soul, he plunged into the eye. It gave way readily, turning into black mist and disappearing into the crimson sky. Wasting no time, he then consigned its twin to the selfsame fate. There! There ends your hateful legacy over here! Thus did Astinian's journey come to an end. A journey which had seen him revisit the past and in doing so, find a future. His lifelong battle having reached its true conclusion, he could finally begin anew. None can say whither his road will lead, whether the skies that greet him will be striking blue of day, the blazing crimson of dusk, or the deepening black of twilight. Yet wheresoever he should find himself, one thing is certain, he will ever wield his lance for man and dragon both. Over yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was fun. <laughs> Why were you a fucking pirate? <laughs> was was Radab Hasker not a pirate? No, well, this was Rachel Gore. First of all, yeah, he was a dragon. Was he not a dragon pirate? He was not. No! A dra- I don't think he was a dragon pirate. I'm pretty sure he was a dragon pirate. Uh, I don't think so. That would make him infinitely cooler. Nika, what did you think of our performance? Um, I think that I'm going to have to go back and reread it myself to find out what actually happened. I give it a ten. I'm a dragon over. Dragon becomes me. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Uh, that was fun. <laughs> that, it, it was, you know what? It was a nice way to end cap the episode, honestly. Yeah, at least we got a little bit of laughs out we of it. Did. Yeah. We did. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us for Limit Break Radio. We had fun today. Uh, sort of. Anyway, um, thank you to all of our callers. We appreciate it, both Piggy and Gelnar Hothbane. Uh, again, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, if you want to be a part of the show, you got to tune in on Sunday. Sunday starting at 4 p.m. at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Make sure you follow us on social media, twitch.tv or uh, twitter.com slash Limit Break Radio, facebook.com slash Limit Break Radio. Uh, look for our announcements about next week. We're not sure 
sure whether there's going to be a show, but there's definitely going to be something on the stream. So make sure you hang out twitch.tv slash limit break radio at 4 p.m. Every Sunday, we'll make sure that there's something here for you. And again, thank you guys for allowing us a week off last week. Uh, It was definitely needed. My mom appreciated that I was able to be there to hang out for her birthday. Your mom appreciates you. I know, right? Like, um, it's every once in a while I... Gay! Thank you. Uh, every once in a while, I need to pretend to be a good son. So uh, I I do appreciate the uh, the the ability to go over and uh, and hang out with my folks. And uh, again, hopefully uh, we'll have a show for you next week. But uh, if not, we will have something here on the channel. Sorry to have to do that. So kind of back to back. But, uh, you know, with, with uh, Kahlo and I being out of town uh, makes it kind of difficult to uh, to organize a show. So. Uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in for Limit Break Radio this week. Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio is how this show is supported. For my crew, Nika Kayanian, Kahlo Landis, and Juxtaposition, I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Lloyd, Kahlo Landis, and Juxtaposition. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzi are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Nexian Theta, Hirsch First, Talen Vieira, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.